You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt McGacky, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Sarp Kesky of Bipolar Architecture. There's this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome to the Stateside Podcast. My name is James. Oh, to the left of me is Neil. Neil, what's your middle name, Neil? Touch me. Neil, touch me. Neil, touch me. Angle. In the corner, we got Andrew Carrion. What's up, man? This little boy meets girl, everybody. A Northwest pop duo. I don't Are know if they? they're from the Northwest. I, yeah. I just made that part up. Yeah. I think they might be, actually. You know, I heard they were from the Northwest. We'll you just, know what's really sad? We'll just start the rumor. They got a divorce. That's a true story. Oh, wait. They're a couple? We're a couple? Yeah. Wait, listen to this chorus. Okay, you ready, Neil? Yeah. <laughs> White people. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a watch seaside it. afternoon. You got it, man. A little sex on the beach. Yeah. A couple white people. You ever get into Savage Garden? Fuck yeah, I got into oh, Savage, Savage Garden. Savage Garden was my jam. Yeah, that was my sister's first concert she ever went to. Nice. Savage Garden. Well, you just dropped a name. Yeah, dude, it's, it's Savage. 90s. What was the song? It was like, Cherry Cola. Yeah, that one. Uh, I don't even know that ballad one. What has like one go? Was it Crash and Burn? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Truly, madly, deeply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I I own their entire discography. Fuck, man. That was my jam back in the day, dude. Still is my jam, dude. I'll throw it on every once in a while. It's slick, like, man. Fuck yes. I know. We yeah. like to make fun of, but it and then you see what they look music. like live, and it just ruins it for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so over the top '90s stereotype. It's not even funny. Oh yeah. Well, today is another another dude's night in. Yeah, um, you know, fuck <laughs> yeah, we're just here to bullshit and have a good time, talk about our little lives, drinking some Guinness, St. Yeah. Patty's Day, baby, this week. Oh, oh yeah, when is that? Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Okay. What is? Sorry, St. Patty's Day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. As we hang an Irish flag in the studio, Smucky we don't even the, know. When... The first uh, St. Patty's Day, I don't go do something. I mean, I, I don't ever go out and like drink with the masses downtown because I'm oh, a fucking amateur. Yeah, no. But uh, last couple of years, I've tried to like go and actually see some good Irish trad music. They call it. Yeah, they should have a good events going around. Yeah, it's fun as fuck. Nice. There's a place in Lake Oswego called Mars Pub. Okay. M A H E R something like that. It's a weird spelling. Lake No Negro. Lake No Negro. That's right. A lot of white people. <laughs> Ryan Luce is from there. Keep it pure. Keep it pure. My lawyer lives there. That surprise, makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lawyer living in Lake Oswego. Yeah, dude. Dude, that is a crazy place. It's got a lake. Is that is that a man-made lake? I don't know. It's a lake. It it's, actually, it's, it's, it's got a lake because so, it's like it was pretty low when I passed by it like two months ago. Mm. Really low. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you're a baller city like, when you make your own lake. Dude, some of those homes <laughs> through that area are just so crazy. 
Yeah, super nice. Yeah, like mil- millionaire shit. Jesus, cause there's a lot of nice houses in the northwest, or like this Fuck area. Fuck yeah, like up in the West Hills. Yeah, and they like get like older houses too, like in Southwest. Yep, Pete's Mountain. You know Pete's Mountain in West Lynn. Mm-mm. Ooh, there's that some. One of them. It's oh yeah. Yeah, West Lynn is super nice. Yep. West Lynn, Lake Oswego. What's the other, um, like Cooper Mountain or whatever on the West Hill? That's another multimillionaire. Didn't John Travolta live up there? I don't know. Something like that. Probably. John Travolta, Nicholas Cage. They're all the same people to me. I don't know. <laughs> really. Um, tonight. Go ahead. What are you saying? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, Danny Glover. Doesn't he live in Portland? Yeah. Yeah. He came to the Crystal Ballroom once. I was working a shift down in Lola's room. Yeah. The room below the big venue. And he he came and ordered beer. He's like super nice, but he was really really stoned, like <laughs> obviously high as a kite. He smoked that's, all the marijuana in the world. That's pretty awesome. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it just glazed <laughs> over and like really slow responses. He was in no fucking rush to do anything <laughs> at all. Was I'll the, get my money out when I'm ready. What was the sex good though? The sex was really good. Okay, Ooh, well, that's big. good when you can be high as a kite and still perform brilliantly that's Big that's, that's an achievement dude lethal weapon is a is a masterpiece dude predator 2 predator 2 dope as fuck yep <clears throat> let's feel like danny glover especially in that era he always played the same guy he's always the like <laughs> too old for this shit yeah, too old for this shit <laughs> was he the one that was like angels in the outfield was he in the- <laughs> I, I think he, he, was he? he did a couple movies like that was that i, I can't that i can't i think he got like kid friendly there for a while he went ice cube angels in the out yeah, I used to watch that movie as a kid all the time. I think that's him, but I'm completely naive and ignorant. They don't to all look the same, Neil. I know, it's super racist. This is why I feel bad, but we need to fact check. <laughs> Joseph Gordon Lovett was in that. He's like the main dude. He's the coach. Oh yeah, Danny Glover. Okay, I'm. Danny, oh, there we go. You're right. Ah. Danny Glover, Tony Danza, and Christopher Lloyd. Tony Danza. <laughs> this the like the slogan for this movie is "It could happen." Period. Yeah. Jesus. It could try Fuck. harder, guys. That's right, Andrew. Jesus, try that's right. harder. It could happen. Do um, you in didn't he like? Uh, so when Michael Moore came to town, like in 2004 or something, like Danny Glover, like had like a, I don't know, some sort of speech or something. Beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I, remember I, that. I heard he got booed off because, <laughs> or he got heckled off because he has like dys- dyslexia or something. And I guess he kept stuttering or something. <laughs> <Danny> <laughs> that's what I heard. I don't oh know. my god, <laughs> that's they, rough. They heckled him off the stage in Portland. <laughs> Get off, old man. We don't have time for Jesus. your st- st- stuttering. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> Jesus Christ. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, oh man. Stuttering Damn. is a weird thing, eh? It sucks. Eh? Apparently I'm Canadian. <laughs> it would suck. Doesn't it suck? God. There was a guy, when I was volunteering at the, the fire department, there was a guy who had a really bad stuttering problem. But he had made it really far up. He was like an arson investigator. He's making a ton of money. You know, it's like captain level rank or uh, some it's, shit. It's pretty accepted. I mean, yeah. he's got to be patient. You really? I mean, it was real like patient. Pretty, pretty goddamn bad. Real bad. Oh shit! Aggressively bad. And I, I always felt so bad for him. And it was, it was so frustrating. He was like, uh, and you like, oh, like choke fuck. up almost. He would have been real good in some of those early melodic hardcore bands. Was that? stuttering trend that oh. happened for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like the glitch cuts. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, like yeah, he would he would have killed that. What's an example of that? Woe is me. Like the first Woe is me record is the perfect example. There's glitches all over that damn yeah, thing. I don't know that band. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Are they like post hardcore? Yeah, well the the couple of the dudes in issues, that was their original band. 
Ah, uh, yeah. where are you going, Andrew? Andrew just stood up, rubbed. You his know, you could just ask instead of getting up from your post like a complete cock. Uh, he grabs the Guinness. He grabbed the Guinness. Grabbed the Guinness. Before the show started, me and Andrew were talking about the show. The That's Duffy. fine, Andrew. You can use my keys. That's fine. Yeah, just yeah. interrupt me. Yeah. <laughs> he stole your keys. He's in your car. Um, yeah, before the show started, I was talking about how I had watched The Defiant Ones again on HBO. So good. Super, super good. Have you seen that, Neil? I have not. What I do you think I, the answer is? I think I've to told you to watch that be. like yeah. seven times. Yeah. Was it Interscope? Um. Uh, yeah, Interscope. That's right. Jimmy Iovine. Do you know what it's about, Neil? No idea. The, the story, so they follow the parallel stories of Jimmy Iovine. He was a producer in the 70s. He did Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen, um, Stevie Nicks, all that kind of stuff back then. And then, so they follow his career all the way until now. And then he started Interscope Records. And then on the other parallel, they follow Dr. Dre mm-hmm. and how Dr. Dre obviously NWA. And then Okay, I have heard. I have producing. heard about this, yeah. And so when Jimmy Iovine started Interscope, he was one of the first ones to go and sign artists as producers and where they could start their own label, too. Mm. So he signed Trent Reznor and Dr. Dre. So Trent went and got Marilyn Manson, all the shit he did. He went and got Snoop Dogg, Eminem, all those fucking legends. I mean, like all Kendrick Lamar and all that shit that Dr. Dre was a part of. Um, And then... So it keeps going, and then they they just build this relationship together, Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine, and then in the end they they start Apple Music, isn't that right, Andrew? Yeah, Apple well, Music. Uh, Dr. Dre had Beats going. And oh then yeah, Apple, Beats and then by Apple Dre. Bought that. That's what it is. Yeah. So then they did Beats by Dre first. Jimmy Iovine, Dr. Dre started that massive fucking movement, huge brand, and everyone was like giving him shit, like what a headphone company, yeah. what? Yeah. And Jimmy Iovine, he's a beast. He's a marketing genius. Like he would, he would make uh, like everywhere he'd went, he'd have artists wear his their headphones and shit and take pictures of them. So fucking smart. Yeah. And then that gave him the leverage and the money to go start Apple Music. So first, I mean, he's first he's, billionaire in yeah. hip hop. Yeah, I think that's right. So. Dr. Dre. Yeah. Yep. Fucking rad story, man. But yeah, man, so I was good. getting goosebumps when like once the label took off, like all the fucking hits. Oh just, my god, Helmet! They couldn't miss. Yeah, just, all the bands that we love too. Yeah, just killed the '90s, man. Killed the '90s. Absolute. Queens of the Stone Age was on Interscope. Nine Snails, and then the whole hip hop world. Fucking rad. And it was like, it was such chaos too. It wasn't Tupac was on there too, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, because they talk about that whole, like West Coast versus East Coast, thing. And how crazy it was at that time. God, it was just a different time in music, man. And they're one of the last eras to be like just making a fuck ton of money off CD sales because they were the they were the last to go. They were the ones who saw Napster and Jimmy Iovine yeah. was one of the first ones to bring it up. Like, hey guys, our fucking pay industry, yeah. yeah, pay attention. This is gonna be a problem, and no one believed them. But yeah, I like their premise of like you know. Making records, just let the artists be artists, like stay out of their their way. Yep. The creative process. You yep. Know, just... I love that story when Jimmy Iovine had been trying to sign Trent Reznor for a oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah. A year straight. <laughs> just on the phone for hours. He's sitting in that bathroom on the phone. <laughs> just on the phone. Taking on the shit. Phone. He well, he would just lock himself in this bathroom. It was like his office. Oh. And just crazy. He would just get on the phone, call the label, and try to get Trent out of his current deal. Oh. <laughs> 
Uh, he's pretty much like held hostage. He's held hostage, yeah. He was fucked. And then the story of when he finally gets the owner of that label to agree to it. Yeah. And then he goes and meets Trent, and Trent has it. it and then Trent's talking. He's like, I mean, I, I went into a hotel room, I turned down all the lights, I lit some candles, <laughs> I purposely wore dark colors, I sat in the corner, and then they pan to Jimmy Ivy. He's like, it was like meeting uh, Dracula. It's <laughs> 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 like, like, that's such a rad story. And Jimmy Ivey sat across Trent. He's like, what do you want? Trent's like, I want to be left alone. He's yeah. like, what else? He goes, I want my own label. What else? <laughs> <laughs> like, they just kept going. Trent got yeah. everything you wanted. Yeah. Dude. It's crazy. Them that follow-up to, uh, what was it, Broken? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. For, that's for right. Free. So it was Pretty Hate Machine came on that first label, right? Yeah, and then, and then Broken, he just gave to him. That's right, because it was done. Yeah. He just gave to Interscope. That's so crazy. Fucking so cool, man. I know. And just like all the different players and all the A&R guys of that day. And they're just legends. Every one of them. And there's not that many. There's like a handful of people that were just in charge of that whole time that we all just that fucking love. Huge business back then, man. Yeah. The 90s. It was the golden era. It might be, right? Might be. I mean, it might I'm, be. I'm, I'm hoping there's another one. Well, through streaming now, it's starting to catch up. It's kind yeah, of, the business got rearranged, but they're figuring out a way to make money yeah. again, right? And like Gary Vaynerchuk always talks about that. There's no, there's no reason to bitch about the current state of streaming and that people aren't buying records. It's happening. Sorry, the market has spoken. The market <laughs> is the market. The, the market, market has spoken. That's it. Fucking vinyl's huge again. Yeah. People decide how huge worth. though. That's what is it actually lucrative now, or is it more like a it's, nostalgia kind of novelty? There was a moment there; it was like really, really lucrative because they're expensive to press. Yeah. So are people actually making substantial yeah, I don't think amounts it's of money? Close to yeah. streaming or anything? Oh yeah, but, just I guess collectors, right? But yeah, I'm gonna look that up. How lucrative? Sound it out. Lucrative. Aluminium. Vinyl sales. <laughs> You said that 17 times last time. You counted. You're paying attention. There you go. Record sales. Vinyl hits 25-year high. I don't think I said it 17 times. Let's see. Did I say it 17 times? Oh, oh I don't know. Try it tonight. I think I said three or four times. LP sales up by 53% on 2015 after deaths of many music greats throughout the year and a trend for returning to, quote, tangible music. Huh. More than 3.2 million LPs were sold last year. So that was for like a million dollars a piece. Weird. Yeah, I'd like to get a nice record set up. Yeah, me too. I keep saying I'm going to do it. I fucking skip through tracks so much. Like, it'd be nice actually to sit down and fucking have the attention span to go through a whole fucking album. Oh, here it is, Neil. You won't. Well, so vinyl sales still only account for 5% of the album's market. There you go. So 5%. But still, that's crazy. It's great. I, yeah, I think people, at the end of the day, they're going to want something physical. And if you are going to get something physical, they want, like, you know, something big. Yeah, just get a record and then have a download card. Well, yeah. I, I see that exactly. trend, which is, why, which is why I don't wear a belt. You see what I did there? Oh, my God. See where that went? People want to get something physical. That's why I don't wear a belt. Ha, 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 ha. Aluminium. Andrew, can you just, just turn his back? <laughs> just, 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 just mute. Just mute. Lower it down. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> How funny down. would that be from here on out? I just, you, you just don't record talking. my voice. Like a room sound, positive <laughs> room sound. <laughs> 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 
James, what are we talking about today? Uh, today, we are going to have a little subject for, for the time being. This is our personal top five favorite drummers. Let me try that again and not fuck it up. Personal top five favorite drummers. Tookish. There you go. Did you write yours down, Andrew, or are you just I don't have anything to pulling write from your penis? <laughs> Here. Who uses paper? Give you. <coughs> I got a couple in my head, but I probably don't have five. Oh, look at this. Here. Here's paper and pen. Hand it. Twist off the Do they still use number two pencils in schools? I don't know. I can't remember I was... the last time I used a pencil. Oh, dude. Remember the, the... Do they still have those sharpeners you have to get up and... Oh, awkwardly God. walk through the class and be the loud guy. Remember, remember, remember during a silent test, you were that asshole. Oh, you yeah. had to go up and use the electric one, and it just made the craziest so fucking aggressive. sounds, and it was so embarrassing. I don't know. I mean, God, all the shit we used to bring to school, our trap keepers and those little zippy bags. Like, literally, the school could just supply you with an iPad. Is that what kids do now? I don't know. That's what they should be doing. <laughs> You just bring that. I mean, it. think about how much money the typical American household would save if they didn't have to go and buy school supplies before every year. Oh, for sure. The clothes, backpack, yeah. all this shit. I, I don't have kids, so I don't know, but I can only imagine. I remember when my parents had to buy all that shit for us every year. Yep, I remember that. School shopping? Yeah. But school we never really shopping. got, like, full back-to-school clothes because my parents can never afford it. I don't need fucking new clothes. Yeah, new shit. You didn't want to be that nerd at school that like had fresh new clothes because you could tell the you first were, day everyone's like, like what are you, a dork? Oh, they're matching and shit. Yeah, new shoes. They got a fucking yin yang necklace. Shit, man, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, dude. The, the <laughs> frosted <laughs> hair and shit. Them fifteen year olds got to get laid, you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, that's cool on a date. Yeah, sure, dress up, but you know, school. I mean, whatever. Who gives a shit? Popping the collar on them holster shirts. Yeah. God, that was such a weird scene. Our, yeah. yeah, like when we were in high school, it was like Preppy was in. Yeah, our, Preppy was the it was like yep. old navy, all the clean Abercrombie. Shit. They used, oh god, they used to like fucking shave their le- the kids. Yeah, the guys the shaved, their legs. shaved their legs. <laughs> I like we I socks. never I never saw that trend. Yeah, it was like almost femi. Really They're like stupid. really clean. Maybe that's uh, the difference. The difference between urban and country because I went to school in the country, and what the typical what the Preppy people would wear is a cowboy hat. With their Hollister popped collar shirt, bright ass fucking colors. Weird. Uh, yeah, big old baggy ripped jeans, and then cowboy boots. Huh. That Those was were like it, the preppy kids. Yeah. Weird. A few, not preppy everybody, but was a like, few. Yeah, like amber crumby jeans. Yep. The pop collar. Yep. Frosted tips, puka shell. Frosted tips. <laughs> fucking frosted like, tips. They're all in like leadership and all the fucking the school government, you know. Anyway, so drummers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why did we get on that fucking topic? We started with uh, pen and paper. School supplies. Oh, yeah. school supplies. Because <laughs> you were letting That's Andrew right. borrow the pen and paper. Uh, who wants to go first? I think you. I okay. think you, James. I'll go first. All right. James Start slow. Top go slow with five me. drummers. Uh, or wait, hold on. Before I do oh, this. Oh, God damn it! Is this in, is this in order? Oh. Like, are we doing like one... One is the best five. How about, uh, let's it's just say it's list, but I guess You might be overthinking it. <laughs> let's throw a name out there and then discuss the name. I'm going by order. so. Okay, well, then James should probably go by order. But we're going to sit here I for an hour and a half while we figure it out. to be honest. All right, well, fuck it. We'll just say this order, even though it's really not. All right, number one, Dave Grohl. Ooh. Oh, I oh. didn't see that one coming. Obviously. 
Let's talk about some Dave Grohl. Andrew, well, I mean, that's just meat and potatoes. Andrew, discuss yeah. in depth, if you would, please. Dave Grohl. What about him? Is he drumming? Meat and potatoes, baby. Meat and potatoes. Straightforward. Right. You know exactly what you're getting. Well, all right. It's like a, you know, Nirvana. Dave I think Grohl. ultimately he's still like my favorite drummer. But why? Well, the fucking why? Um, sounds for the deaf, man. He fucking killed oh. it. He wrote some catchy ass he, here's cool why. fucking yeah. drums. It's all here's, attitude. Okay. Here's fucking why. Hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 he, wait, wait. Are you ready? <laughs> oh. For the listener, <laughs> Neil just took a sip of Rainier. A sip is an understatement. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Gulped it. So, number one, he he's one of the the hardest-hitting drummers, but not in, like, a retarded, just-hitting-for-no-reason way. He he plays drums the way you're supposed to play drums. Which is? See how... Okay, so you don't like this. You know, I can just... You go... That's how you drum. So you conf- hit with conviction. You play it like you mean it. You don't just fucking hit... You, you're you doing something. Yeah. Show up. Yeah. Be present. I love when he played drums it. for Tom Petty on uh, SNL. Oh, dude, it's just so good. Tom Petty with, like, dun, fucking dun, 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 rocking dun. drums. Yeah. yeah. Just... Tom Petty at one point looks back and just smiles <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> this guy's a monster. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's just many reasons. I, I think he he plays with a song better than most drummers. For me, it was one of the first ones I was like, oh, he writes riffs. Like, uh, Drain You. He also was the first guy I saw to hit two cymbals at once. Oh, God, like, yeah. Do everything with oomph. Some power. Right? Because drumming is so physical. Like, I, I use the words confidently and deliberately. Yeah. That's what exactly. I yep. That's what I think of when I think of Dave Grohl. I could go on forever about him, but that's that's the gist of it. That's the jizz of it. Another drummer like that is uh, Brad Wilk. Yeah, big time. He's not like a fucking, yeah. like, super like, he drum hero or him. anything. No. He's a great drummer, but he's, great like, drummer. he's not showy at all. It's like, nope. pretty straightforward and kind of simple. He's got a job to do and he does it well. Yeah. Yep. Same kind of vein. And he plays the way you're supposed to play in the band he's in. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like he's up. not Yeah. He's not trying to do something that doesn't fit for rage. And he does a fucking cowbell shit too. Which, yeah, which is, is so, so like, weird. He pulled it off. Yeah, he pulls it off so fucking fluid. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did that come from? God, he's cool. Yeah, he's he's pretty riffy too. Like he's got really cool beats. Mm-hmm. Has his own feel. Yeah, his own feel. Um number 2, Josh Freeze. Oh yeah. Just that guy's a machine, man. Work I, I love his Instagram so much. Oh man, that was a little bit later for me getting into him. Like after Perfect Circle, yeah, got big. Yeah, same here. Yeah, but then you find out like how many records he's. Then been you go on. down like, the rabbit. Like, oh, holy shit! Fucking record that came out. I think over at this point, it's like four hundred plus records he's played on, and it's everything. <laughs> the go-to. Yeah, and it's stuff that like you don't even know, like all like the Crumb. Avril Lavigne stuff, and yeah, like Crumb. That Crumb record. album, he fucking killed that. that killed it. He propels that whole goddamn album. He probably did it in an afternoon. Yeah. Just a so gig. So much cool fucking drumming. And he's touring with Sting. <laughs> he's been playing professional drums since he was 15. He's played in the Disneyland yeah. band. Yeah. And he toured with um, the punk band. And the Vandals? Yeah, the Vandals, thanks. Yeah, played Nine Inch Nails, obviously. Yeah. Still one of the... I mean, I still like Jerome the best, the, that yeah, me skinny too. drummer. Yeah, me too. Of nine. But yeah, he, he was just like a close second for sure. I like Josh Freese also because he's a, a musician. He plays with the music. He He's so, you know, malleable. He can play to any genre. He'll, oh, go, yeah. he'll Devo? play. Devo? Devo, yeah. So, oh, God. 
He was so good in Devo. I've seen him play with Devo probably three times. Nice. Just all at the Crystal Ballroom. But, yeah, and I like that he... Sometimes I like to use, like, visuals with, with musicians, especially drummers. Yeah. Dave Grohl is square. Josh Fries is a circle. He's, like, he's round. Gotcha. He plays very, like, round and... He, the way he does fills is just so smooth and it's a different, it's not the blocky hard hitting thing. It's yeah. The, I mean, he's powerful when he yang. needs to be, but yeah. he'll like lean off. Yeah. I use the term liquid. Liquid. He's very fluid. Okay, number three. Jason Gherkin. Oh, yeah, baby. Neil, you probably don't know who this guy is. Jason Gherkin was when the drummer of Shiner. Stop making assumptions about me. Do you know who he is? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I probably know his work. I just don't know the name. I'm terrible with names. I do. There's so many like songs out there that I love that I can't remember the name of or who does them, but I just know I love them. Jason Gherkin. I just don't have a short-term memory. In Molly Maguire, Shiner, Open oh. Hand. Okay. Yeah. Hum. I know. I know. Tour with Hum for a minute. Hum. Hum. Um, but we all, me and Andrew probably know most from China. Oh, God. China yeah. days. Fuck yeah. And personally, he was such a big influence for me and our and all our, our crowd that we grew up in. Uh, yeah, you had the air drum every time you used to fucking hear Molly every, McGuire. Every time. <laughs> and when Stefan and I met him when we were 16, I think, we met them in Kansas City, Missouri. And they were nice enough to let us play some shows with them. In fact, we on you know different occasions we stayed at every one of their houses in each of the band. <laughs> That's members. unreal. Hanging out with imagine being their age, yeah. late twenties. They're married. All of them were married except <laughs> Jason Gergen. Clearly, he's like fucking <laughs> herpes towel. With is that is that who you lost your virginity to, James? Two in, in some yeah. sort of sense, yes. <laughs> in a way, um, but yeah, like yeah. He just, I don't know. We used to call him Father Gherkin. <laughs> what he the hell? He gave me the nickname Tiny Dancer. Dude, I, I was joking, yeah. but this sounds like... No, I mean, we we were like... So you are like 16 at the time? Yeah, 16. And he was like just the coolest your guy we'd ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so if Dave Grohl is deliberate and Josh Freese is liqu- liquidity, so to speak, what makes, what makes him different from those two? Badass. Just badass. Pure... Attitude, yeah, arrogance, confidence. Like he'd no flip other, pe- flip people off with one hand as he drummed. God, he's he cool. just like he he would do these things. That, so it's a it's a personality thing. It's a personality like. thing, and you he can hear his pull, personality in his drums. Ah. Uh, like Angsty. the most. And he he played behind the beat more than anyone I've ever heard. Yeah, you know, like that slow halftime shit. Yeah, and he would do this really arrogant shit where he would hit. Two symbols at once. He would hit two symbols. No and, way. And grab yeah. one. Yeah. He would yeah. hit two and grab one, oh, like which fluid. is totally pointless because the other one's <laughs> ringing. I was going to say, yeah. So he just goes, Psh! but he's just doing it to show you he can. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no reason to do it. Yeah. But he did it just. And then, to, like, he'll do like a, like a little just to like look a symbol at you. swell and, like, grab it. Yep. And do a, yeah. He was really good at that. And he, and. It just was so fucking fluid. And I would see him, like, flirt with a girl in the audience and ma- like he would make it happen he'd play and stare at her the whole time like he was so creepy and gross but it w- he would make it work he would like create it out of thin air and by the end he was fucking her i'm not saying that's good i'm just saying that yeah. those were the days that's what he aspired to, to want to do yeah and like oh god 
He was, it was just like rock, pure rock and roll. It was the first time I saw all of that. Fucking Starless. Drugs. And then the sex. Yeah, Starless. He, that used was... to, he used to freak us out. And like, I still don't know if he was kidding or if he was just trying to freak <laughs> us out. He said that there, he's like, okay, so that's bathroom. That's my room. You guys are sleeping out in the living room. See that orange towel? That's the herpy towel. Make sure you don't fucking touch that towel. And I still don't know if he was serious to this day. What I think constitutes he was. a herpy towel? Because <laughs> if you herps. have herpes, you're going to spread all over the world. Yeah, but so he just like. That's the designated towel that he's using on his, on his herpy nuts. So you oh, can't touch that one. Dick oh, towel. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Herpy nuts. <laughs> he had a dog named Worm he used to sing to. He's a weird guy. So wait, this orange towel was just laying around the house? He was in the bathroom. The herpy towel. It was a herpy towel. Why would he keep a herpy towel in the bathroom? Is that where Just most of his shenanigans go down? I think he would keep it in a bedroom. Like, you need to dry off in the you bathroom, need to dry right? Off in the bathroom. What are you asking? <laughs> you walk to the bathroom. If I'm cleaning, room. if I'm cleaning up my herpy infested semen, I need it in a readily available place. I don't. Well, it's not the semen that's infected. It's not the semen. It's your dick. It's a topical. Yeah. Well, d- you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, I know how herpes works. But like, if it's a sex towel and it's contaminated in whatever fashion. It's like, why would it be in the bathroom? I would keep it in my bedroom because that's where most of the shenanigans. I think you're assuming that you're a decent person and he's not. That's what I was asking. So he's he is not a decent person. He doesn't give two fucks about any of that. You're in his house now. He's not hiding shit. Well, even 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 still, I just think it would be more convenient if I needed to clean up after some promiscuous activity. I would just want it because I get lazy. I'm just like, ah, that was good. It's done. I just want to grab the towel while I'm laying there. I don't want to get up and go do shit. Well, anyway, good old Gherkin. Father Gherkin. Father Gherkin. <laughs> Father Gherkin. He, he gave us all nicknames, too. I, what was Stefan's? Something really mean. <laughs> Stephanie or something. I forget. What Far was yours, James? Tiny Dancer. Your dan- day you said that. Because I was singing dancer. to Elton John the first day he met me. <laughs> then he shortened it to Tiny D. If you look at my drums, Tiny all D. my drums have Tiny D written on it. Wow, that stuck with you forever, didn't it? Like when I was 19. My kick pedal says Tiny Dancer on it. All right, moving on. Number four, Danny Carey. Tukish. Danny Carey. He's on another level. He's on another level. Yeah, another. he's uh, the great octopus. <laughs> he's so, the, yeah, I mean, he's so weird because, like, I don't even really ever – I didn't ever drum like him. He's, you know what I mean? I don't, you didn't really either. No, no. Well, close. mostly because no. we can't. <laughs> but <laughs> – he, in fact, he drums more like the way that I actually don't like. Like, I don't like that, like, Terry Bazio, like... Yeah, same here, but you know he makes mean? it good, But though. he makes it good. Yeah. Because he combines it with the conviction... Yeah, exactly. ...and enthusiasm of Dave Grohl. <coughs> he hits like he means it. And, Tool, and obviously, Tool, the band, was just so rad, especially in that era. They write some unique stuff. Yeah, and, like, some of the shit he'd pull off was just, like... Two, four rhythms going on at once. Wizard. Yeah, he's a yeah. wizard. Yeah, octopus. He's an octopus. Yeah. And then on octopus. top of that, he has a fucking bunch of pads. All the pads. Yeah, yeah. He's a good songwriter. He's a patapus. Patapus. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, I think he um, hashtag patapus. You know, he wrote. I mean, he him and Adam Jones wrote all that music. Oh really? So if you like the way Tool sounds, writing it's because of those two. Nice. I, I think Justin Chancellor is a huge part too, but. The you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And number five for James is Abe Cunningham of Deftones. Yeah. 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 He's the man. He's he, so fucking he's cool. He's the beat master. Heavy he's as like, fuck. Heavy as fuck. 
he's like the first guy that I realized you could actually tastefully incorporate hip hop beats with with rock, and yeah. it's not like cheesy. And mm. he did it pretty tastefully, really tastefully. Yeah, and I don't know his his right hand is so smooth. I mean, he's he's really fast, but he yeah. doesn't play. It doesn't sound very technical, too. I would use the word delicious. <laughs> delicious. Delectable. He all he also has a lot of riffs. Like he has a lot of signature Abe Cunningham things. Oh yeah, for sure. He always references. You know the yeah, just that whole thing. You'll hear it at least once on any yep every album. Rack snare. He does it all the time. It's a calling card. And it's just it pops. And and again, he's perfect for Deftones. You could, I mean, you couldn't find who, who the fuck would drum better yeah. than him in that band. Yeah, um, on Saturday Night Wrist, it wasn't really a great album, but his drumming was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, like he was like showing off that. He whole showed album. up. Yeah, he like, showed up hard. Yeah, I agree. It's not my favorite record, but, but he. Yeah, I have the instrumentals for that album. That. It's so goddamn good. All right, well that's James's. Nice. Yeah. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! What you got, Drewski? All right. Well, we have a lot of the same. I have Abe Cunningham for sure. I have Jason Kirk and Josh mm-hmm. Freese, Dave Grohl. I have Brad Wilk, I'd say. Okay. Same yeah, kind I of vein as that Dave Grohl kind of feel. Yeah. Um, John Theodore. Oh. He doesn't put out a lot of records, record. but what he has put out is so good. Those two Mars Volta records are just fucking exquisite. Unreal. Drum writing. And the uh, what's that One Day is a Lion? Yeah. Was Zach De La Roca? Yeah, that's pretty like laid back kind yeah, of cool laid stuff. Yeah, laid back but super fucking cool. God, I just want to hear more of like that kind of that Mars Volta vein of what he could do. That I know. Like that seventies vibe. How do you feel about him playing in Queens? I mean what I'd want to hear I would want to hear him like play live and like wonder if he like, he brings it up. But I don't really Because I just I saw him did not dig the live or the record version of what yeah, he was I mean, trying to do. I mean we saw him it was cool, but it, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure if he's the right guy for that band. And that sucks. You don't want to see that's... him on a choke chain? Kind of. I don't, know, I, don't yeah. know what, I don't know what's going on with Queens, but I, I guess they're trying to change directions, perhaps. Which is cool. I mean, whatever. I like yeah. some of the new stuff. But I don't know. He was just so fucking rad, and especially when we first all started to find out who he was. Yeah, that record put him on the map. Yeah. Dude, and, and like, uh, he's kind of a hippie. I, I like that he approaches drums very seriously. Like he takes his shoes off before he steps on the carpet. You know, like he's he's super. Is he like very meditative? Kinda, yeah. He's yeah. like really kind of hippie-ish. Yeah. He was in a band with Jack Jones, that fucking Hawaiian guy. Jack Jones. Is that his name? Jack or no, Jack Johnson. Really? Jack, Johnson. Oh, Jack, Johnson. Jack Jones. Yeah. The the rumor is that Jack Johnson, JJ, Kirk Hammett, the guitar player of Metallica. Yeah. And John Theodore have a band that no one's heard. What the hell would that sound like? They're in a band. Who knows? I don't know. Jake Johnson like, puts me to sleep. Ugh. It sounds like a Sunday afternoon. mundane. That's the point, though. Yeah, Some that, people it, like just, that, just James. Just not for me. Just not for it's me. It's not for me. I, 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 yeah. yeah, it is good at what it is, for sure. And I know that I understand why it sells. And yeah. I, I get uh, it. But I appreciate that it's out there, but not for me. Um, not I for guess me. moving on. Yeah. Mailing on. Let's, let's talk about uh, Damon Shea, uh, Don Capoletto. Oh, yeah. That motherfucker is a tricky Fuck, man. mastermind. And like, his style, too, like live, he looks like he's going to fall off the he goddamn like throne. He looks like he's like pissed drunk. Face of the earth. It doesn't even make sense, like, how yeah. fast and, like, how like 
detailed his drumming is. And who, Tom used to always say that he's like drunken, drunken kung fu. You know, it's like yeah, that, yeah, exactly. He's same good kind of style. At, yeah. Really that remember that like one that. time where we watched him count off? Or no, there's a video. That's what it is. Uh-huh. There's that YouTube video where he goes like one, two, and he misses the third, <laughs> and then four, and he comes in, and when he comes back up, he hits the symbol on the up. <laughs> And Neil, he plays with a snare drum like down here, and he's a really tall, like beastly guy, like big and blah, weird. He's about like six five at least. Yeah, he's something a like that. Big dude. And, but anyway, he plays with his sticks upside down. That's the other weird thing. Huh. He's just like clubs, and he plays with a snare way down here. Huh. And he, and he wears like these weird shorts where you can see his nuts. You can basically see That's his nuts. And he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he doesn't not give a fuck. God, he's the weirdest. There's that drummer. story of like when they're on tour, his band pissed him off, and he just packed up his drums and like left them. Yeah, <laughs> just... uh, yeah. The rumors he's like impossible to work with. Yeah, oh, God. I mean, Don Caballero is Damon Che. Cool fucking other. music. Man. Cool. Do you know who that is? Yeah, I think so. They're like one of the first math instrumental math rock bands or whatever you want to call it they're like tappy based you know like minus the bear does that finger tap oh, yeah. delay yeah. they do that kind of stuff but like super mathy so goddamn cool yeah anyways it looks really ridiculous cool. when he drums like it doesn't even make sense it doesn't make sense they're gonna fall off that goddamn straight he plays like big old nuts big old weird nuts. drums that like shouldn't sound good it's those nuts i think he has like under heads that are older than me that's what it is i was just gonna <laughs> say that the under, you know, there's batter heads and then the whatever. The no, James, I didn't know that. <laughs> you know we have a fucking audience, right, Neil? <laughs> well, you asked me specifically. You you said you know how and you looked right at me. I was like, no, James, Jesus I don't know anything about guess. drums. This is the, yeah, turn that shit down. This is the 23rd episode. You still don't understand how this podcast works. <laughs> so for the audience at home that aren't drummers, there's two heads. There's one on the top and there's one on the bottom. And that bottom one, Damon Che has had. His whole fucking career. He just doesn't give a fuck to change the heads. God, he's cool. And he doesn't use the wing nuts on the cymbals. <laughs> he just... No, neither just do I. Yeah, that's right. You don't. Fuck that shit. You're very Damon Cheyish. Oh, the one thing I can do that's like him. I wonder what that guy's doing now. Uh, it, do you have any idea? I think they, Don Caballero released a record like 2014, I want to say. I really? Think, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. He's Weird. probably just nursing those nuts, wrong, dude. But... Probably he's doing. Getting those nuts shaved. <laughs> Brazilian wax nuts. Dude, could you imagine pulling hair off your balls? It's C H. I do right? it every day. It gets me off. Pluck <laughs> <laughs> them out while you're sitting watching TV. Uh, oh, God, yeah. A little tear coming from you. Dude, eyes. Don Cab started in 91. God damn. That's nuts. That's nuts. Damon Chain nuts. How many yeah. times have you said nuts? The last full length album, according to Wikipedia, was twenty or two thousand eight. Oh, Punk-ism? yeah, I, s- I see an EP in t- twenty fourteen. Maybe okay. that's what you're talking about. Yeah, because he came cool. around. He played uh, Dante's. No, no. Nice, yeah, Dante's. That's so crazy when you look at the timeline of the band members. <laughs> it's him the whole way through, obviously, and then just sporadic different people. Yeah, rotating them. Yeah, that then that one guitar player, the original, I think he was the original guy that started the band with Damon. Mm-hmm. He went on to do battles, right? Battles, that's right. Yeah, yeah. with cool. which, by the way, that reminds me, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a number six. Got you, drummer of Helmet. Yeah, yeah, he's the man. Uh, John, 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 John fucking my brain is on. I gotta look him up. 
uh, Steiner. John John Steiner. Is that right? Uh, yeah. And yep. John Steiner. You nailed it. Steiner. However you pronounce it. Yeah, he's a beast. Helmet. Stonier. No, I think Stonier? it's... I've always heard Steiner. <laughs> yeah, he, he's played awesome. in battles. I love that sound that on Betty. Just that drum sound. That drum yeah, sound. Yeah, totally. That punchy-ass fucking kick. Yep. Fucking love that tone. And he, he, you know, he came from the era where you play high hats that really record? high. Huh? Sorry. Who, who who did that record? The punch. Yeah. Because uh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, who did that? I, I know that record. And I do enjoy the sounds. Yeah, it's some, like, someone we know, I feel like. There's only a handful of. Yeah. Oh, really? Who is it? I can't read T. that. T. Ray, Butch Vig. T. Ray and Butch Vig. Butch Vig? I didn't know that. Whoa. Huh. Well, there you go. There's your favorite kick drum sound. I didn't know that. Hey, can you go back up? Go to um, personnel. Yeah, right there. Production. Butch Vig is. Oh, so he was just producer of Milk Toast, the song Milk Toast. All right, was that a single or something? So Andy Wallace mixed it. And T Ray was producer of all songs except Milk Toast, and Helmet was credited as producer of all songs except Milk Toast. Do oh, you, okay. Do you think Howie Weinberg might be Jewish? Mm, he's probably Irish, I think. Weinberg? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, Weinberg. Mick Weinberg. Oh, Wienberg. Yeah, I will never lower my hi hat just because a salute to I John know. Stainer. <laughs> yeah, he, I'll keep he's. Keep it up high just for him. I finally lowered it over as, the years. As a producer, I love, it. Still do, yeah. I, I love it when drummers have high hi hats because it gets it it's out of the way cool. of the snare mic. I love it. Yeah, yeah that's separation. Here. Yep. I love it when drummers have their cymbals really high. Because then Not it him. reduces reduces bleed. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And in, oh, he also <laughs> in battles. Ridiculous. So Neil in in the band battles he played. He he's got hi hat, snare rack floor kick. Right, right. And then the only other symbol he has is a crash that's on a straight stand that's up. Is like he has to get up to hit it. It's <laughs> so to high up, up that he has to literally go like that. And I heard him talk about it in an interview because they're a weird. Yeah, why? That seems a little game. high. <laughs> well, it's, it's super aggressive, but he does it so that he doesn't use it that often. So when he does use it, he's got to work for it. Like uh, yeah, it's just like take away so that you who, create something. You've mentioned like this in a pup on a couple. Is it Trent Reznor? I can't remember who it was, but you were talking about how uh, you've talked about it a couple times. Uh, one of the frontmen in a band, he'll keep his guitar picks off oh, in random spots. Jack White. Yeah, Jack okay, White does yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, to keep to create chaos. That, yeah, dude. exactly. I mean, it's the same thing with that. Symbol. He has a new single out that sounds pretty goddamn close to Rage. It's like straight up Rage style. Who Jack White? Yeah, really? Yeah, it's kind of like a rip off Rage actually. Kinda really? Yeah. Even has like the um, the pitch shifter and his like, guitar solo, so it sounds like Tom Morello. What? You were blowing my mind. Is he like rapping? Kind of. Kind of has that kind of same kind of phrasing, like the talk singing kind of phrasing. The cadence of it. Yeah. Yeah, I only heard it once, but I was like, yeah. Really? What's he doing Rip and Rage for? Like, he's original enough to like yeah. make it his. I mean, he made his own thing. Own. Yeah. The only like difference is like he has like backup like soul kind of backup singers. Yeah. Like, the chorus. That's the only thing that's Yeah. Changed. But for the most part, it's like that's straight really Rage weird. ripoff. I I'd say that like out of all his soul stuff, I probably like ten percent of it or something. Yeah. Same. Uh, maybe a little under. A little under maybe. I do like yeah, the Raketeurs. Yeah, I like Raketeurs. Especially oh, the radio one, one. There's one record I like a lot. The one that was like uh, 
and steady as you go. That's the one I like. Yeah. That record's pretty good. Yeah, check out the rest of the record. And then the baby's uh, on the level. Yeah, I don't know that one. It's all like riffy, bluesy. Did you hear the Dead Weather? Uh, n- Dead I might have band? seen like a performance, like you know, on a late night. They're pretty but... cool. Yeah, Jack White drums nice. in that band. Cool. I mean, it's uh, the singer of The Kills. That girl. Mm, yeah, I don't know. She, she's the singer, and then it's um, the guy that play plays guitar in Queens of the Stone Age, and I think he filled in for Nine Inch Nails for a while. Play keyboard, that dude. Okay. And yeah, anyway, a few other like those those dudes that but, are just in all those bands. But the White Stripes, I fucking despise. I like some of it. I like some of it. Maybe it was I just heard on the radio way yeah. too much. Uh, see, at the time, I fucking hated them. I hated them. I hate the Strokes. I like all that shit because that was like when we were growing up. That was hipster music. Remember that? We were like, yeah, those were hipsters. Yeah. We were still in a like, cool shit. Fuck, what are you wearing? Like fucking jean jackets and, and we we're just like kids still. You we we're know, just kids. In our, into what we yeah. are. Everything else is yeah. fucking faggot shit. But now it's funny how you know when time goes by, you look back and you're like, oh, well, guys like the Strokes are actual rock. That's a rock band. It, you know, it's like time has made them cooler now. For me, at least. Yeah, yeah. But more, I kind of feel the same with like more of a Tom Petty kind of vibe. Yeah. A little throwback. Yeah, for sure. All right, next up, uh, yeah. let's get on to the fucking cool, cool ass dude. I'm not really doing him in order, but I'd say this guy's, uh, I'd say like my number two, Kelly Scott. Oh, fuck. I yeah. love what he fucking Four. did. The parts he writes. Shizzy. Yep. He's fucking pretty creative, pretty goddamn really solid. Good. Super underrated drummer. Fucking smoking a goddamn cigarette playing drums. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Did you see that Ruka Salt yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. The downstairs. That was really good. Yeah, Kelly Scott is the fucking man. For people who don't know, he's the drummer of Failure. You guys talk about Failure so much. They're just a really influential band for us. Like, I mean, not just you and Andrew. I'm That's talking like about, a, like, uh, the entire Portland clique that is the... It's like a front-to-back staple. Like, that, uh, mm-hmm. just that um, Fantastic Planet. Fantastic Planet was pretty much a perfect record. Yeah, pretty much. Like, one song that's, like, yeah. kind of like, eh. Yeah. It's not a bad song, but it's just like, and it, skip yeah, over. it's timeless. Weren't you, Andrew, weren't you looking up merch by failure earlier today? I was looking at the website. They're, yeah. Yeah. Because they have a new EP, right? Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Is it out? No. Uh, I know they have a pre order, but. Uh, that thing that Greg Edwards wrote is so crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. But uh, yeah, they're going to have three forthcoming EPs that are going to make an album, you know, mm. which kind of trickle out, which is a smart way to do it, I think. Yeah. So it's like a hybrid between the streaming single idea and the record idea. Pretty much, but yeah, uh, they're gonna be releasing some new shit. I'm super stoked for that. So that is so cool. Now I just have steady as she goes. God, stuck Greg in Erd- Edwards looks like a fucking like Westworld. Who's the guy on the left? <laughs> on stage right, Kelly Scott. That's Kelly Scott, the drummer. Oh, okay. Look at those dimples. And the guy on the right is Kane Andrews, who kind of looks like a producer. Kind of looks like a Baldwin. Yeah, he does. Big time. All right. Yeah, yep. Kelly Scott's the man. He's the man. So was that five? I don't know, but uh, the other one I want to bring up is a Houston drummer, which oh yeah, I don't even know his name. Dan, you're pulling deep, deep. Well, I gotta pull up different ones than you did because I have have Abe Cunningham, Jason Kirk. Yeah, like the the same same goddamn ones. (laughs) So it'd be boring to talk about, but um, yeah, Houston drummer. Houston, yeah. Uh, Where are they from? Midwest somewhere. Uh, yeah, with Hom and Shiner. Yeah, they came up with the same kind of scene. Yeah, uh, Midwest rock scene. I can't remember exactly where they're from. But they're, they're just one of those bands that, like, never really got that big. No one's really heard them. You know, it's a pretty small band. I mean, yeah, three-piece. 
three piece. Yep. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'd never heard of them until I started hanging out with like you, Stephen, yeah, and exactly, all of them. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he was like shockingly good live. <laughs> the shit he'd pull off. Ridiculous, man. The guy's a machine. Yeah, and a lot of these drummers we've mentioned, not a lot of them, but like Gherkin, him, um, maybe a few other. It's not like they have a ton of money and like drum techs. And the drummer of Houston would just load his own shit, really run down drums, cracked cymbals, like they drove themselves, you know, old school shit. And he'd still have the energy to just pull off the craziest shit. They have that fucking style that midwest i know there's something about that like Gherkin, the, the houston drummer and then um fuck i can't think of the goddamn name but uh alan epley's current band oh um the life and times yeah that drummer yeah. has the same kind oh yeah of feel. he's fucked the same thing so fucking good, yeah it's, man. it's very much I, we were very heavily inspired by that midwest scene for sure yeah all those dudes kick so much goddamn ass oh here's another one uh, an honorable mention alan cage Oh, the drummer yeah. of quicksand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fucking La- lays sweet. it down. Lays it down, man. Fucking super sl- weird. Slick back hair. <laughs> slick back hair. Super New York. Yeah. Just... The first time we saw him when they when his Snapcase quicksand and Deftones, yeah. the best show of all time. <laughs> he, he, yeah, they, they come out and he's got slicked back hair, like greaser style. Yeah. And a fucking hatchet, like an axe, mounted to the front of his kick drum. And uh, you know we were like fifteen year old kids, just totally blown away. Oh my god, these guys are men. <laughs> yeah, that show changed my goddamn life. Do 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 do. Yeah, I'm glad they're around, coming around. I missed them last time around, but I'm glad they're touring and making new records and shit. Yeah, that band has one of the weird, like, most original vibes. The like swaying thing that you know what I mean. Like, it just. And so many bands were inspired by that sound. Well, that that was a good list, Drew. Love it, love it. Love it, love it, love it. Is it my turn now? Yeah, what do you got, Neil? As I'm stuffing nuts in my face. Oh, wow, that sounded terrible. Considering that you guys pretty much hit the entire fucking list. um, Well, you had a different approach to it. Right, so I'm going to take a different approach, so... Nuts in your mouth. As you you know, I live live in a cave, so I don't really get out and learn too much about the world. But I will say I've worked with some drummers. I've had the pleasure to work with some drummers that are pretty damn fucking cool. They inspire me, at least, and in no particular order, but definitely Jeremy Bryan from Alisana. Okay. Definitely the first Was one. Was he the guy I saw? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's sick. Yeah, he's like the one of the original guys. Um, but no, that dude is like master of his craft. He can pull shit out of his ass. If something goes wrong, you never even know. He also plays like a man. Yeah. Like, takes and his he, shirt off. Oh, and yeah. Fucking, I'm doing this. He's all tatted up. Dude, he wears the same fucking pair of shorts entire tour, and by the end of the fucking <laughs> tour, that, that shit gets fucking gross. He's got a job to do. Himself. Yeah. An athlete. But no, he just fucking kills it. And such cool. a nice guy, such a positive guy. Really? Yeah, he's just, like, super fun, super easygoing. Like, nice. I mean, because I, I lived with the Alisana guys for several years, you know, and toured with them a bunch. And so I, out of all the drummers in the world, I've probably worked with him the most. And it's just been a pleasure every time. He's a quick learner. Just he's just a professional. Nice, super nice. nice. And uh, Josh Manuel from Issues. That dude is just a beast, complete fucking beast. Yeah, for all the same reasons. N- not not my style, but he's super fucking good. Oh yeah, I mean, super super no super finessey, but he hits hard when he needs to. That guy will make money playing drums until he chooses not to. Also, an incredible quick learner, and he's always up to shit. He's always doing something, whether it's a sample library or doing these cool. Yeah, drum covers and playthroughs play and stuff. Yep. Nice. Do you think he'll ever do like studio stuff outside of issues? 
I I think he's well on his way to it. Yeah, and if if he's already not, I don't know. Yeah, play that for a second, Drew. Turn he's fucking on. he's fucking fantastic. A lot of chops. The kid, I'm, uh, he's done his homework. Yeah, the dude fucking <laughs> plays constantly. Really, really talented. Yeah. Um, he's not very old either, right? No. I can't remember how old he is, but. Yeah, he looks young as fuck. Chris yeah. Chris said it was like, I mean, you were there too, like one of the the craziest recording sessions of a drummer ever. You're just so good. Yeah. Like, just so perfect. Yeah, no, he's fucking, fucking fantastic. And um, I've only had the pleasure of working with him once on, on a couple of songs on the headspace record but mm. well every every time like i was able to work with him it was a fucking pleasure just super easy to you know obviously takes if he takes ideas you know he's just a true professional yeah and then um yeah and then of course duncan we talk about duncan all the time duncan he's Dun- a american me sustainer yep. sustainer he's starting guy. to do some youtube drum covers and shit yep He's dope. He did uh, an Every Time I Die song recently. Yeah. It's fucking cool. No, yeah, he's killing the drum Sick. cover game. But that's the other thing, too, because he, he recently, like, cut up his hand or something. You heard about that? He had to have surgery and yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, and so he's... Fuck. Really bad. He's just now getting into it, but I've 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 had a couple artists hire him to do some, some drumage on some records, and he kills it every time, so... Drew, can you throw that pen over here? Yep. Oh. Aisha. Aisha. Aisha, the girl I never had. ABC, East Coast family. Well, you're right. I'm trying to think of more. I've worked with so many really talented, really inspiring people. It's hard to pick. I know. It can be tough. What about... um? Like, what was some of the other... Bands back in the day. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Bands and the shit. Godsmack drummer. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the Godsmack record I did stain, back when I was 13 years old. Yeah, that was drummer. a great one. Now that was cool though. I, I did see at the Rose Garden, aka Moda Center now, but uh, it was mm. Godsmack and Metallica. That was a good show. That was nice. just a fun show. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. I'd go see Metallica just for shits and giggles. Oh yeah, they're doing it. I mean, shit. Lord, Lars, how do you feel about him as a drummer? Um, I'm Kang. not really, not really now. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna separate it. And I fucking love his drumming off uh black the black album. Yeah, for sure. And, like I didn't really care for thrash. I agree, Metallica, but I appreciate it. I guess I, it's a sound that kind of keeps me away from it. Like, it sounds yeah. like tinny and just like real small. And, yeah, it's like he. What did you just do? Kang, Kang, like whatever that song Why is with the really ringy oh, uh, that 2006 oh, record. Uh, yeah. Some kind of monster had that fucking. He just yeah. turned up his oh, fucking snare like yeah. so bad. <laughs> it's, how did that? How did that make it out yeah, of the studio, dude? Like, I can I can listen to so it to weird. this day and still f- like say, you know what? That's pretty cool. Like you know, it's just like it's something different. It's something yeah. super obnoxious. That was the point. Yeah, that, that was, was the point. point. I get it. That documentary is so fucking hilarious, Dude, by the way. So intense. <laughs> like, married. Yeah. Really weird. Airing out their laundry. It's like. I know. 
I mean, whatever. Whatever. Whatever works. It's just interesting they made a documentary out of that. And let <laughs> yeah. the world see it. It's like, ugh. I don't know. Kept that close to your chest. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there's when, no, there's no that fault in doing it. When one's finances are less than be desired, you'd be surprised what people will do. That's true. Well, yeah, I don't like his personality too much, but he's, he yeah. has like the foundation of Metallica. For sure. He, I like, respect him. Like, he has Absolutely. that fucking go for it attitude. And he yeah. did it. And I think you said something like, the rock band version of Metallica, I like way more than the thrash metal version. Like, yeah, I like yeah, the... Kind of changed, right? Yeah. I like some of the thrash stuff, yeah. for sure, but... It's just, like, laying it down, classic songs. Oh, yeah. That Black Album's fucking sick. Yeah. That drumming's great. Cause yeah. he, I just came up with a pretty neat song. idea. Huh. So, let's take a... Let's take a... Let's take any song you can think of. Take the drums out. And then you have all of these cool drummers that we've mentioned over over today. Mm-hmm. And, like, you do, like, a YouTube channel where you take, say, Metallica's St. Anger, and then, you like, obviously the original, but then you take somebody like Josh Fries and have him write his own stuff to it. And it would be really interesting to just get a collection of really talented drummers who have a very unique style and feel and just see it. what they would do with that same song. That would be rad. Yeah, but that would be. I think the problem, what maybe even a different version of that is to have, say, a big band like that or Foo Fighters, someone that everyone knows, and they come up with an original new idea for a song that no one's heard. Because if you do like Enter Sandman or Saint Anger, something like we all know, yeah, it's gonna be hard not to do it the way we all know. And if and if you want to change, it's gonna be like intentionally different. Does that make sense? You, yeah. Well, that's the point. I feel like it's it's just like to see because what makes a lot of these guys we're talking about so talented is because they they have a very unique writing style. But that's as well. what I'm saying is if it's like a new riff. And no, and the world hasn't heard it. Oh, They're I see. They're hearing it for the first. Write time. a new, new instrumental, yes. but then have different drummings, yes. like before anybody's heard anything. Exactly. I, I got you. That yeah, same but thing. Some like yeah, that might be a little that better, might yeah. be interesting to see. Like, what would Dave Grohl do versus the Lars with the same killer, the same song. exact re- yeah, the same instrumental version of a song? Just that see, would be really crazy. Yeah, let's start it. Let's That'd incorporate. Nuts. Do it. Anybody listening, you can't steal this idea because I'm gonna do it. So we have to make the instrumental version, or or hire somebody to get Jack White to write something. Or <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's yeah, hireable. You have a cell phone. Just well, no, it's 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 science. It's a donation. <laughs> it's <science. laughs> That's what it is. It's like, hey, like you got any riffs you don't like laying around? You want to mm. give you want to give it to you know Some guy the right, the right public away. and just have random people drum on it and see what happens. No, but you know, even if we don't get like you don't. You don't shoot for the stars and get star drummers. Why not? Well, what, hear me out. Like, even if you were to write your own riff, so we can do it together and we record something, and then you would just invite the internet to do it. Like, yeah. hashtag, cool. just invite anyone. So Duncan can try it. You can try it. Anyone can do it. And then everyone submits their videos. And then you, I don't know, something like that. contest. Cool. Yeah, state, <laughs> like, yeah, who's, we'll pick the one that we like fit that song the best or something i don't know idea. you could do that for every that'd instrument be cool. that'd be kind of a cool service or that too yeah you could i could i could say if you know dude that's this is a good idea because there's so many people that hit me up all the time it's like hey i'm a blank player but i'm looking for a blank player and i'm like sorry everybody i know is already in an established band it'd be cool to have like a web I, there might be a website like this already but like you go up and like somebody has like a guitar riff up there and you can just like download it and record your own drums to it or your own bass mm. part to it and then you could submit and just collaborate with a shit ton of people and just like Yeah. Just like, like pick and choose. Yeah. That'd be cool too. We're we're changing the world, guys. Cool. We are changing the music industry right here and now. 
All right, let's go take a pee break. Thank God. And then when we come back, we'll do our James's James's movie pick of the week. It's all about you, isn't it? The world doesn't revolve right. around you, James. If you want to pay this room, line up all the gas. The you're more than welcome. <laughs> um, and we're going to call it Music Pick of the Week because it is St. Patrick's Wait, Day. Wait, music or movie? Uh, what did I say? Movie you said Pick both. of the Week. Podcast okay. of the Week. And we'll do a couple of Would You Rathers. We'll do current events. Get the fuck out of here. Let's go pee. Hot, hot pee. And I don't have to pee. Welcome back. Welcome back. Is that kick drum clicky enough for you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, Hardwire to self-destruct. That Pantera, uh, super slappy, clicky. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, <laughs> so aggressive. <laughs> Look at the album artwork. That is super goofy. We're so fucked. Shit out of luck. We're so fucked. Don't know self-destruct. Yeah. Why do I have the sudden urge to just shotgun like 20 beers? Because it's Metallica, bro. Drinking music, buddy. That's why it's the best country in the world. Hi, buddy. I don't know why I'm Southern all of a sudden. (laughs) Oh, my laddie. What are you slipping on? I was born in Ireland and I'll die in Just Ireland. Just open the there. Alu- I did. Aluminium. Here's to my fellow Celtic people, which is, I think, just you in this room. <laughs> it's a celebration. Watch, I, I do that 23 in me and Dublin. I'm like not even Irish. How f- yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd have like a crisis. Like this whole time I thought I was like Irish. Yeah. I, it's, I, it's, it's unfortunate that they couldn't split up the Irish and Scottish thing with mine. Because it just says 60% uh, Irish, Scottish, Well, Welsh. I think back in the day, they so were just like, fucking each other like there was no well, tomorrow. Yeah. There's, so they, there's they can't no really way. tell. Right. Goddamn right. I don't know. The Emerald Isle. I guess it would make sense that I'm more Scottish than I am Irish, but not by a lot. Macmillan. My mom's side is all Irish, just 100% <laughs> Irish. My dad's side is all Scottish for a long time, so I don't know. Were your parents drinkers back in the day? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Irish. Yeah. My I dad hasn't had a drink in like eight months now. Ooh. It's a really big deal for him. I'll, a little clap. Good, good for him. Man. Yeah. Yeah. When you get older, he should definitely. I'll chug a beer to that. Yeah. I'll drink to him not drinking. Here's to you, Dad. We're in our 30s. Well, real. you know, he's in his 60s now. He got However, diagnosed with diabetes. I'm catching oh, up. You can't fuck around, man. Yeah, you got to take that shit seriously. Yeah. Andrew just Good made a crack about yeah. that I'm not in my 30s yet. However, as of the 8th of this month, I am now 29. Whoa. Oh, baby. Yeah. Over there. Who's a big boy? That, that glowing <laughs> skin big over there. Boy. Yeah, dude. And I have nothing to my name. <laughs> sure you do. I mean, you have a... Alcoholism, <laughs> cocaine addiction. Basement tan. <laughs> Adderall addiction. Were you addicted to coke at one point? Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, whoa. Never. 
really intense. I think I try. I think I tried like not even like I don't even know how you measure it. It, it was like a small powdered sugaring dusting on my hand, and I tried bump. it when I was like a seventeen. Really? It wasn't even a bump. Like oh. it's not even. It was literally just like I went to do it, and like it wasn't even enough to inhale. It just kind of like coated my nose. Yeah. That's that's my extent. I'm so I'm so grateful that we never really got into coke. Yeah, too expensive. How I mean, it could have happened pretty easily with our, it's our crew. A, yeah, yeah, like, but it is too expensive. I mean, it, it's a drug that makes you want more like immediately. Oh my god, like immediately. <laughs> so remember, like how possessive people would get. Oh, it gets weird. Really it's weird, fast. real quick. It's like weird. the first time. Yeah, immediately. immediately. It's really fucking fun, but it's Jesus so Christ. So I, I, it's like a once or twice a year kind of like celebratory. Sure. With my sure. with my mental problems and my high risk to addiction for a lot of things, I can't even muster up the courage to try. Yeah, it. If, if you know yeah. you're highly addictive, you yeah, don't ever do it. Just imagine, just like just like a month from now, James, like what the fuck is Neil? I haven't talked to him in months, and you just you just come up to my Super house, and just like up. fucking coked out of my mind. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like <laughs> sniffing <laughs> the carpet, like I spilled the last bed. I've mixed twenty records in the last hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, coke. Like, you understand why actors and fucking rock stars do it. It just makes you feel super cool. Don't makes tell it, me that. It's just a little elevated. It's like Damn an it. elevated, cooler version of yourself. Yeah. You can kind of retain you a little drink bit way more. more. You drink way more. This episode of the Stateside Podcast is brought to you by cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Man. It's the cool guy drug. That's why it makes you feel cool. We're bordering a fine line uh-huh. of endorsing Coke right now. We should yeah, a probably, little bit. We should probably back Super down. dangerous, though. Turn down for And the other thing is if when you're not on Coke and you listen to people that are on Coke, you oh, realize how disingenuous they are. It's, it's, it's start, they have like three business startup ideas. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, okay, we're going to do it. We're going to start this business. We could do this. We're going to start this band. And like, it's so, I mean, the world is uh, our oyster. There's always nothing like we can do. They're always stepping on each other's toes. And yeah. You know what's so yeah, funny? Exactly. Right so before our pee break, I came up with the business idea. Is Neil jacked up on Coke? Dude, if you did coke, that's all you talk about. Do you know how bad I overthink things now? Can you imagine? <laughs> oh my god. You'd be going a million miles per hour. Oh my god. I could get everything but nothing done. Yeah, you would like backfire, I feel like. It <laughs> I wouldn't would, work well. I would either. probably implode. I would become a supernova. Cuz I'm already happened. a chatty Kathy and manic and kind of hyper most of the time. And if I do coke, it's just that yeah, you More. gotta drink a lot of booze. Well, you also have that chronic problem. masturbating in public problem. That's <laughs> something I should work on. God damn it. I know. It's an issue. It's an issue, guys. <laughs> Me too, James. Um, What do you guys want to do? You want to do... Let's do a couple of would-you-rathers. <laughs> All right. This I'm part getting... of the podcast is brought to you by Guinness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys go first. It's I got to think of one. I got to improv something right now. I wish it was. Thanks, Guinness. We're sending over this six months. <laughs> God, if we were sponsored by Guinness, that'd be trouble. <laughs> Don't say if, James. Say it's, when. Yeah. Like when we're deal. sponsored by Guinness. Is, give us a keg. Here's to you. Dude, beer. I was sick with that, but we had our own little tap. Guinness Fuck tap. yeah. In the oh, podcast God. room. I'd gain 20 pounds. Dude, I'd be such like a sellout. Jesus Christ. You know what I just thought about? Hmm. I haven't brewed beer in over a year. You yeah, used to beer? be really into it. Yeah, uh, yeah. he was really into it. Nice. You just yeah. listen to like brewer podcasts and yeah shit. and i even have like a a, a a little chest freezer that can hold like four kegs and you i do that and i have all the supplies to build out like a tap and like all this do shit it. I bring just it over here haven't done Ooh. it exactly we'll that's what i'm thinking brew. Yeah. a summer brew <laughs> <laughs> all right the stereotypical Irish all right accent. so to play so i'll actually go first then so okay. in, instead of a would you rather well it kind of is a would you rather so if i were to brew the first 
stateside podcast beer that mm. we'd have on tap, what would we prefer? What kind of style? Mm. What kind of flavors do we like? Should it be something light? Should it be like a stout? Should it be an ale? I think when you brew it, it has to be like heavier, right? I mean, no. I, I mean, it doesn't have to be, but I mean, it'd be. That's what I think of. Yeah, when I think of homebrew, I think of like more of a stout. Yeah. Interesting. But it doesn't have to be. When it comes to stout, I only like the nitro st- stuff on nitro. Right. Just yeah, like the I, don't, creamy, I, don't, I don't have a nitro know? yet. Cream. Like Guinness, uh, Bodington, or Boddington's, however you pronounce it. Oh, yeah, Boddington's. Um, there's a beer called Old Hen. It's really good. That kind of stuff. It's like it's got the little ball in the can. Yeah. That shit. And then other than that, I like like Pilsner. You know, Pilsner's, Pilsner's are good. Yeah. Like St. Polly Girl, and I like Heineken. What's that one Crumit like? Summertime drink. He buys it at Fred Meyer all the time. Starts with like a PF. Or something. Doesn't he? He likes weird beers, like sour beers. And well, when 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 I was that. when I was working with him, he was all about the the pilsners. And there was this one that he would buy from Fred Meyer all the time that I couldn't find anywhere else. It's like an Oregon brand, I think. Really? Yeah, but huh. it was really good. Whatever it was, I feel like it. It, it was what? It's like a weird brand that started with a P and an F. Those are the first two letters because I could I never know. pronounce it. I don't know. Weird. Anyway. Well, if you think about it, let me know. Anyway, all right. Well, I'll brew a pilsner. How's that? I'd be down with a pilsner. All right. Yeah. It's nice and light. Sick. You can drink a lot of it. Excellent. It'll fit the summer that's coming around, oh, too. Oh, God. The weather's yep. been awesome lately. Oh, my God. Like, I don't get, like, seasonal depression or anything, but, like, when it, the sun comes out, I get, like, super inspired. Me, too. Like, I just, like, I'm do so all the shit around the house. Yep. It's like I set up all this shit that I've Open like, the windows. I know. I'm like, I went and got my truck washed when I didn't need to, <laughs> like, just to get out of the house. Yeah, yeah. You want to do shit. Yeah. Get shit done. Oh, for sure. I, it's Yeah, it's, that's the same thing with me. I don't, I don't really have seasonal depression. But I kind of realized that maybe I do yeah, when it is sunny. Because you're so inspired. Yeah, I was like, like, oh, shit. This is what it feels like to be happy. <laughs> yeah. Get shit done. <laughs> oh, that's uh, terrible. I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, you, did you? Yeah, I asked. If I'm gonna oh, yeah. That was right. your. Would you gagger? Would you gagger? Okay. Right, I got I'm trying to think of one here. I got a real would you gagger. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Okay. Um, how do I want to word this? Would you rather eat a pubic hair sandwich jesus christ so that's Whoa. white bread with pubic hair oh. and mayonnaise mayonnaise that's fucking disgusting mayonnaise. okay like a real hefty amount of man pubic hair that's so fucking gross like like brus- like sprouts like that sprouts. much <laughs> like a thick two inch serving yeah, of pubic give, hair give okay? some sriracha. no you don't get to do anything Shit. just pubic hair mayonnaise white bread disgusting or Give a 30-day unwashed bum a rim job. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Thanks, one, guys. One and done, though. Yeah. One and one done. And, one and done. You either hung, 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 eat that sandwich or you eat that ass. <laughs> here's, here's the stipulation, though. You can't just lick, lick ass and walk away. You have to do it until completion. Let's assume. What does completion mean? Well, I was going to say, it's not like hours. Let's assume that it's like <laughs> the average time it takes a dude to get off. Like From say, having his asshole dude, licked. I, Let's assume that you like to get your asshole licked, and that would get you off. If you got head from a girl, can I phone? How long does that usually take? Like five minutes or something. <laughs> so yeah, let's just say five minutes. A lot five minutes. Than that. So five minute rim job, like with tongue deep in there. Yeah, because how long would it take you to eat a sandwich? Five minutes. Less, but if you're this just is a mowing it down, sandwich, it's though. a disgusting sandwich. Yeah, I mean, with chips, probably like seven minutes. I mean, with <laughs> chips. So equal. The chips play a factor in right, this. Right. Equal Sa- parts. Savoring it. Like seven minutes. Yeah, so equal, it's an equal time. Like equal sandwich time to rim job time. Which one would you rather do? Jesus Christ. You got to pick. 
I gotta go with the fucking sandwich. The rim job sound. The bum rim job sounds fucking disgusting. Thirty day unwashed bum. Oh god, that's way too much flavor. Days. Way too much fucking flavor <laughs> in that. Yeah. In that, that asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. But he doesn't look at you. You can just get it done. He'll never see you. <laughs> but you taste it. You have flavor buds. What do you got, Neil? Oh, for my answer, it'd be the it'd be the sandwich. Okay. Yeah, just choke it down. Yeah, I think you guys are on or something. Yeah. That's what I would pick too. Yeah. Don't even chew. Just kind of swallow. Just. Ugh. Oh God! I, just I wonder if your shit would look like a teddy bear. Yeah. Is there a limit? <laughs> Is there a limit to how much mayonnaise you can put on the sandwich? Um. Does that make it better? It Maybe would. it would. For, make it for me, if I just drench the whole thing in fucking mayonnaise, the I, only thing at that point that would bug me would, would be the texture. Oh God. You're like picking out of your teeth. <laughs> yeah, chewing pubic hair because it wouldn't break and down. Note, side note, it's not your pubic hair. It's well, someone yeah, else's. Yeah, that's no, what I, 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 I deduced that. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking gross, man. How about this? It's that same 30-day unwashed bum. It's the same guy. It's his pubic hair. So you either have to I'd still eat. do the pubic hair. Yeah, just because there's, yeah. there's like not a whole lot of flavor involved, I don't think. I mean, it might be mm-hmm. a little salty. Okay. Disgusting because you know it's pubic hair, but like you can like choke it down pretty relatively fast. It seems. Have you ever shit your pants and smelled the 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 yeah. fruits of your labor of yeah. shitting shit your pants? Stinks. Yeah. yeah, I've shit my pants. The, the toilet water yeah. does marvelous things with shit. Yeah, kind of. When's the last time you shit your pants? Let's get real here. It was actually over a decade. Actually, no, it was probably three years ago. Mine was like it was within, like a shark. Yeah, the window of three years. Yeah, it was a shark. Yeah, I got up in the morning and I. I had to pee, so I was pissing. You know how when you you pee, sometimes you fart too. Yeah, and especially in the morning, you know, those big morning pisses. So I let out a ripper, and <laughs> I I knew immediately, immediately. I was so fucking mad too. I was like, God, I was like storming, I'm like fuck, I'm late for work, and just like. <laughs> yeah, you don't need shit flying down your ass. No, it was a terrible <laughs> way to start the day. Ready. Terrible way. Super early in the morning. Take a shower, wash off my shit. God damn. At least I was at home, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the worst if you're on the road or something. I've almost oh, shit my God. pants multiple so, times. Me too. On tour? When, um, the Selwood Bridge. I used to drive a lot for work. Oh, time, yeah. You know, the Selwood Bridge was uh, under construction. Right. You get it took so goddamn long. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. How so, about you, Neil? Well, as as I've told you before, for I, I have something called ulcerative colitis. Mm. If you don't know what that is, it's basically a milder form of Crohn's disease. But uh, I've been in remission for several several years. However, in the peak of my problems, I was driving back from Seattle to my home in Milano, Oregon at the time, which is about an hour south of Portland. Okay. So... About 10, I, I drove up to Seattle to buy a guitar head that I was going to use for a show that same night. So I was in a rush. And then, so I drive all the way up to Seattle, buy the guitar head, everything's peachy, hunky gory. And then about 10 minutes in my drive back to an hour south of Portland, I get some get real serious pains going yeah, yeah, yeah. on. And I do my best, but yeah. So I, I basically drove all the way from Seattle to my house with oh. shit pants. God, yep. in there. Why didn't you pull over? What am I gonna do if Seattle I do pull over to your 
That's a long way. What if? I, what am I gonna? What am I gonna do? Walk into a public restroom with like fucking shit covered yes. in myself, and then yes, because I, I exactly like what am that. I gonna do? Because I have to throw the pants out. I have to throw the underwear out. I don't. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. So I just fucking sucked just it like, up and it. D- sat very still for the hour and a half, <laughs> two hours. Oh, you poor thing. You, you smell yeah. a lot of it. Oh yeah, no, no. It was, <laughs> like, it was god awful. Was it like a full dump? Like it's, a full, it's full runny dump. dump. Oh, yeah. oh, that's even grosser. So Ulcer- was it like Ulcer- a colitis? No, it was. It was a full it all, on. It like, came at all. Yeah, it's like it, because it, when when you have when you're in the middle of a giant flare up oh. like I was at that time, you can't control when you go because it's so right. incruciate in, in like had a excruciatingly painful. 20s, yeah. yeah, and so like yeah, it was just it was just god awful. It's just like your body's just like, yep, you're going, and it is just oh, you poor well, thing. The, the most uh, massive thing. Was it Brown Town? What was your seat, Brown Town? Yeah, you, I don't you know. Stay in the seat. I Did it like know. go down your legs and stuff? Oh yeah. Is it... Oh. Yeah. Do you live with your parents? At that point, I was living with so my did parents. Did you tell yeah. them, or did you just avoid it? Like, hi, I'm home, and run in the shower? Well, okay, so originally what was going to happen, now that I think about it, so I was I was rushing up to Seattle to buy this really cool guitar head right before our show that night, and the plan was to go from Seattle to, do you remember uh, Noise Box in Camas? It was a venue for a while, like a little church. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, that. which is yeah. basically Vancouver, yeah. Washington. Um, so the plan was to go up to Seattle and then just go immediately to the show, and, you know, I'd have a cool amp and I'd play. But because of this incident, I had to drive all the way back to my parents' house, do my thing, and then oh. go up to the show, and I was like an hour late, but... Oh, so you had to go back to Washington? Yeah. Yep. So oh I, I was I God. drove all the way up to Seattle and get a, got a guitar head instead of going straight to the show, which was also in Washington, went all the way down to my parents' house, uh, shower changed. Bummed you it, out. Yeah, it was it was a terrible experience. Terrible. I think this is the first time I've ever talked about it. I don't think anybody actually knew about it. Well, now you just said it to everyone. I said it to all five million thousand trillion people. Well, we like to really break down the mysteries of the world in the Stateside <laughs> Podcast, <laughs> like pubic hair sandwiches and... Bummed explosive diarrhea yeah and yeah. the Run, real the real shit, stories the runs. yeah i think i was Hershey seven sports. i think i was 17 when this, no 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 22 21 22 that's how old i was um yeah i was just gonna tell a story about reels i probably shouldn't so i'm not going to no no, no you already <laughs> started let's do it he was a, a guest of ours it was on this podcast it was about him that's all i'm gonna say Figure it out. <laughs> okay. He shit himself? Sure, sure. Sure. Okay. Perfect. Fantastic. Something to do with shit. Uh, did anyone else have a would you rather? Go ahead, Andrew. I'm still you trying to think one? of one. That's fine. You guys don't have to. If you think of one, let me know. Rate me, daddy. All right. All right. Uh, James's movie pick, Oh the Week. Get it, guys? Oh the Week? Because it's Irish. Guys? Anyone? The Rocky Road to Dublin. <laughs> Sorry. So this week, or yeah, last week. No. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Ship. This week, I watched a movie on Netflix. No. Called In a Valley of Violence. It was total random. Just came across it. And it's got Ethan Hawke and fucking John Travolta in it. Uh, go back, go, go back up to the director, pretty pretty please, and then click on Ty West, the director. He did something that I've seen. Do you guys ever see VHS? It's like a a yeah, horror, like mo- yeah, like a bunch of hor- short horror movies in one. Well, anyway, he was part of that. He nice. like did that. 
really rad movie. Super, um, like kind of reminded me of like Quentin Tarantino ish, where it's like really pulpy and kind of funny, but like really violent Western vibe. Um, and Ethan Hawke has a dog. <laughs> it's like this dog that follows him around everywhere, and uh, some shit goes down, and then he takes his revenge out on the town. Dun dun dun. It's fucking dope. Play that trailer. Let's see if we can get. Play that fucking here. track. I have a rare genetic condition called XP. We have the technology. Goddamn ads. I hate AIDS. Hey, this, I hate AIDS. This this looks like a oh, very nice is, chick flick. Whatever. Let's it just is. guess what this ad is for. Oh, you can skip. I already did. It's chick flick. Chick dick. Oh, we have to do a disclaimer. This is rated R. Uh oh. Children can't listen to this. Check it out in the Valley of Violence. That's my pick of the week. Did you ever uh, play Red Dead Redemption? Fuck yeah. I Dude, barely love that it, game. But the new one looks fucking amazing. Dude, I've been waiting for that shit for years, man. That's going to be so cool. Is it PS4? Yeah. Thank but God. It's amazing. They, they don't have an Xbox the version? I actually play. I'm sure, yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. But yeah. They did. Looks... I don't think they did in, in the first one. Yeah, because that's how I used to play it. Oh, Because I did? had the first one, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I loved that game. God damn, I love Westerns that game. Westerns are fucking cool, man. I know. It was that like kind of open box, you know, where you could just run around. Sandbox, like I think yeah, they call open it. Sandbox, yeah. yeah. Would you? Okay, here's one. Here's one, James. Mm-hmm. Would you rather? How would you rather? Yeah, let's watch that trailer, Neil or Andrew. Go leave, ahead. Neil. How would you rather leave this world? Would you rather fall to your death from like thousands of uh, feet up, or would you rather drown to death? Oh. Definitely, without a doubt, fall. I'd rather really. Fall. Yeah. Why? Drowning is like one of my biggest fears ever. Oh well, that's why. What about you? I don't know, Andrew. What'd you say? Either fall to your death from like thousands of feet in the air, like skydiving, so to speak. Yeah. Or drowning to death. Falling. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be instant. Like once you land or yeah. hit. Oh shit! That just reminded me. Have you guys seen that movie? What's the guy that um. Uh, that that comic book movie where uh, God damn it, James Sin City. Um, no, what's the other one where it's like he cusses a lot and he's got two swords in the back? Oh, Deadpool. Thank you, Deadpool. That actor that's in Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Thank you. See, you always fucking bail me out, dude. He was in a movie where he plays a guy that gets buried alive. Oh yeah, yeah. I oh, saw shit. That's that's a that's a fear of mine. God, that would fucking dude. Suck. That yeah. fucking movie is the whole movie like shot from his perspective, like buried underground. Jesus, that freaked me. It's out. one yeah. of the most. It's called buried. It's called buried. So okay, <laughs> the story is about an Iraq-based American civilian truck driver 
So he's a truck driver in Iraq. Iraq. It's a very bizarre story. He's like a contractor. Um, and who, after being attacked, finds himself buried alive in a wooden coffin with only a lighter, flask, flashlight, knife, glow sticks, pen, pencil, and a mobile phone. They buried him with a lot of snuff. Not enough. Well, still, though. I mean, you think they would have t- taken most so of that and sold it. Fucked up. And How long is the movie? It's a feature movie. And it's literally just him in a coffin trying to get out the whole time? Like the majority of it, yeah. Wow, that's that could, but be, it's, that could be very interesting. And they have like, you know, like flashbacks and they go to right, different right. scenes. Yeah, claustrophobic but, shit drives me yeah. insane. It's so well just, done. Like, thinking about it. Yep, me too. Claustrophobic stuff. Yeah. Like with like, uh, what oh. Elon Musk is doing, like in um, the uh, hyperdrive or whatever the fuck he calls it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The things, it's like, <laughs> all right. LA has a lot of earthquakes. <laughs> Could you imagine I know. a hyper hyperloop or whatever? And then like an earthquake happens, it's oh. like fracturing, you're like stuck in this like tunnel. Yeah. In the earth. It's like, oh. Earthquake God. land USA. <laughs> Dude. Like, okay, so I, I have claustrophobia, but it's not in the sense like if I was stuck in an elevator, that wouldn't bug me so much. If I was stuck in something like that, it wouldn't bug me so much. Elevator but, would bug me. But like so for example, when I was younger, as a joke, my friend zipped me up inside of a sleeping bag one time. Oh, shit. And I freaked the fuck How out. Were you? I, <laughs> God, I was like seven or eight. But Maybe like that's why you hate it. Well, no, like I mean, that's when I first learned I had it. Like, right. I, like claustrophobia like never small there. spaces. Yeah, but like the idea fuck. So, like, a coffin, like, right, you're, like, laying in there. There's maybe two or three inches to your right and left, and then maybe, like, four inches above you. Oh, So, I'm, you can't, I'm, like, like, bend your knees. Right you can't do anything. Like, that is what gets me. Yep. But, like, if I'm in an area where I can at least, like, move around or, like, pace or, like, or, yeah. like change my position. It would yeah. suck, but it's not. Yeah, like... but it wouldn't freak me out. But, yeah, like, getting buried in a coffin oh. that I can't do shit. It's like that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's so fucking terrifying. Fuck out. Yeah, just thinking about it fucks me up a little bit. Fuck that, man. How long does it take you to st- someone to starve to death? It's like weeks, right? Um, yeah, like but three it's only weeks. days without water. No, yeah. three days. They call it the rule of threes for survival. It's so, like three minutes without air, three days without water. So if you were buried alive, you would run out of air first, probably, right? I would assume so. I That's would assume I so. Yeah, right. yeah. It's like I just try to hyperventilate because I've yeah. often wondered that if I was buried alive, how like long would I have fast. to sit there and endure that? And, yeah, you don't want something slow. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, when I was going through the fire academy, one of the part of the training is to do claustrophobia stuff. Oh, To God. get over it, right? Yeah. And what did they do to you? So what did they do to you, James? They would have to fuck me up. They had this course. They called it something. It was like super aggressive, like, you know, the tunnel of death or something. <laughs> and it was awful. Um, but they put you in full turnouts, you know, like the firefighter shit they wear and the, the air pack. And then so you're, you're got a mask on with a big pack. You're full firefighting. Full fighter shit. Exactly. And then they put a, a blindfold on you in your mask so you can't oh. see shit. And then they send you through a course. Lights are out. I mean, you can't see, like, can't see anything. Imagine going through this building with crawling yeah. on your but you probably weren't familiar with the course either. at all. Yeah, so, and they yeah. fuck with you too. They'll come and turn your air off so it sucks to your face. Yeah. So and you can't breathe. So you have to figure out how to get to your knob and turn it back on. So they're just simulating all these things that go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll like they'll put a table right at your path to simulate like a, a wall falling or something. And so you just hug the wall trying to find where you're going. And anyway, it it was crazy. And there, and there's parts where you have to go through a tunnel that are like. I don't know, like 50 feet long, 
you have to go through a tunnel where you have to take off your pack, push it through first, and then go on your stomach. So you're pushing your pack still connected to air. Yeah. Going through and, and it's and it's like a coffin. You can't see, you have no bearing of where you know oh, it's so fucked. And I, I I mean I definitely like panicked midway through and I, I remember just stopping. Um, and someone was like yelling and we're like, hurry up, Macmillan, hurry up. You're dying. You know, like yeah. there's fire. You're dying. Better hurry. And I remember just, I turned down the radio so I can hear it. I just like took out a breath, like talked to myself kind of thing, you know, and then I just manned up and made it through. But God damn. anyway, I mean, how that was like hard- the one thing that I almost didn't make it. Through. I mean, how hard did you ejaculate, though, during that process? Um, are we saying like <laughs> one through ten? Because it was like a ten. <laughs> Some people get off on that kind of stuff, dude. Some people do. Yeah. And it's, and it's all relative. Like, for me, I'm a city boy, musician, coming from a creative world. I'd never done anything like that. Not really. So, like, that was super tough for me. Really physical, and it pushed my boundaries, heights, claustrophobia, all of it, right? Shit, yeah. If I were Shit, a homeowner, yeah. I wouldn't even go in the crawl space. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> dude. And it was three months of I that. I can't even Every kill day. a spider. <laughs> But it's all relative because there's some guys who are like Marines, yeah, guys who served four that. tours in Iraq, and they're like, they're out of their fucking minds. They're crazy yeah. people. This is no yeah. thing for them. For sure. Like, this is I the easiest that. fucking thing I've ever done. Yeah. You know, Dude, that reminds them, me. it ain't nothing. That reminds me. One of the weirdest guys I ever, like, I went to high school with him, and he, like, moved halfway through high school. So, like, sophomore year, he moved from a different city. Mm-hmm. But he was, like, he was, he was tall. He was probably a little bit over six foot, maybe six two, six three, but... He was a very, very quiet, very strange guy who just never talked. He he had, like, one of those personalities to where, like, he never actually smiled, but he had, like, a little something different in his facial complexion that you could tell he was, like, amused by something. Yeah. But anyway, his dream in life was to become a sniper. Wow. And he was a very interesting individual to talk to. Well, very, this- very deep voice, very... He, like, you would ask him a question, he'd sit there in, like, 10 seconds and think about it first, and then he would, like, give you a very specific, very intelligent answer. Yeah. But it was just like, what really kind well of, thought out, how do you breed a person like that? Well, I think a lot of, I don't know in every branch, but it might be the Marines or Army, someone out there is yelling that I'm wrong. But His dream one of them, was to be a sniper. Well, you can't just be a sniper. You have right. to take a test. Right. And you either have the ap- the mental whatever for it, or you don't. But so, yeah, that's really interesting. But, like, can you think about it? Like, you're passionate about drumming. You're passionate about music. You're passionate about stateside. You're passionate yeah. about a lot of things. Imagine that with sniping. Like, I want to Taking be a sniper. human lives. What kind of, like, that's yeah. a very interesting. But he, I never once got the vibe from him that he was going to, like, hurt people. No. Or, like, do a school shooting or anything like no. that. Or, like, you know, he was a very nice person. It very... depends on the person. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some crazy just, people who sign up to do to that be... shit because they want to kill people. There's no doubt about he it. He just wanted to be a sniper. I, I don't I don't think it was because some good or... something. But, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think it was because he wanted to specifically kill people. I think it what, what drove, like, drove him to do it was the fact of, like, the precision, the concentration, mm-hmm. sure. you know. The, that's most of it. The discipline. Yeah. I think you that's what You have to do calculations, and it's yeah. really I, I think that's what he was drawn to, not actual In fact, they always killing. say that snipers barely shoot. I mean, you, yeah. it's pretty rare that you actually fire a shot off. Most of it's hiking and, yeah. like, scouting out, using your Stealth. binoculars, yeah, yeah, for a long period of time. You just sit there in the rain for two days straight, mm-hmm. like, shirtless shirtless just <laughs> fucking each other hard 
Um, I had something else in my little notey pad. What did I have? I love that the last thing I wrote down was give a 30-day unwashed bum a rim job question mark. That's that's (laughs) real real cool, guys. Frame it. Oh, um, a little shout-out to Pop Punk Revolution. Yes. They are an Instagram account slash blogger thing. Instagram, you call yeah, Instagram. Yeah, he, he, him and I started talking. He featured all season one of the bands I recorded last year, and um, he want we talked about doing a piece about me. Did a little post and super rad kid, super nice. He's he's doing the same thing that you know we're trying to do with stateside, like create families and do uh, you know underground artists who you haven't really heard of yet. Give them a little bit of light because it's tough to you know get the foot in the door kind of thing. So he's he's coming from a good place. Super rad. Dude, talked for where's that at again? It's on Instagram. Instagram. Pop punk revolution with underscores separating the words. I'm sure you'll just find it on Instagram if you type in yeah pop punk revolution. I think I did, but yeah, super really kind, kind uh, words. So thank you for that, guys. That one, yep, super cool. They they name drop stateside and what we're doing. Look at that ugly mug right there. It's the one picture we always use because it's good. I'm, yeah. in the, I'm in the I'm in the works to get. Click some on that so we can see the little article. Hey, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. very Back cool, man. Back from like 2015, 16 <laughs> picture. Slam dunk that shit, son. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. Very cool. So, what's the Instagram handle? Go back up. It's uh, at uh, Pop Punk Revolution. Each word is separated by an underscore. Yeah, he's doing some cool things. He's telling me about some of his plans for the future and everything, and I'm, I'm definitely Good stuff following coming. him. Yeah, I liked it. How old is this person? I have no idea. Or people? Or? Yeah, just talk to him for a little bit. Okay, I'm gonna he's tag him right now in a little super, story. Super At nice guy, Pop though. Punk revolution. Talking to a bunch of other people too who want to do pieces on me. So that's exciting stuff. Yeah, we'll for see. What, we'll see what comes of it. Rashizi, my kneesy. How wide is that, guys? Hey, look at that. It's Tom from All Season in the middle, second row down. That guy. That motherfucker. That fucking asshole. <laughs> All right, Internet. Good yeah, job. good job, Internet. That's what we need. Anything else, guys, on your mind? Anything you want to? I would just want to point out this rad thing I just did with this koozie. Okay. This American flag koozie. I'm oh, American look at that. What do you guys think? Represent. Jesus Christ. Right? Team Pretty cool, huh? All you need is a couple little American flag like flags out each side out. and just sticking up. <laughs> born on the I was born on the Fourth of July. Were you really? Yep. Were you really? Yep. Jesus Christ, James. That was my birthday. <laughs> it's unreal. Did your dad have a bud in hand when your mom was like smoking a cigarette kind of shit too, or were you born in a back alley or a ranch in a barn? Or? <laughs> no, I was born in Newport Beach, California. Oh, that's Orange okay. County. All right. Golden hair. Yeah. One of the golden, biggest golden. tax states in the country. One of the richest cities in the country, too. All right. All right. Um, next week, we have a very special guest. Say it, Neil. Ashcraft! Yeah. He's coming back. <laughs> He's coming back. Alan Ashcraft is coming back. We'll pick his brain. He's doing some cool shit. Pick his butthole. Pick his butt. Real cool shit. He's always killing it. Yeah. We'll play the usual games with him. Oh, we didn't do any current events. You had a few out, didn't you? Do we need to? I don't think we need to. I mean, I lost $3 in the stock market today. You just forgot That's about all that. You need to know. That was it. Oh, just do a few. Let's talk about Stephen Hawking's. Oh, yeah. He's dead. 
<laughs> that nigga dead. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Oh. Oh, this one, uh, SpaceX, they're going to release a bunch of, or they've been planning to release a bunch of satellites that'll give worldwide internet. Whoa. That's and, pretty uh, dope. Let me think of the, like, fucking awesome what that means. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the thing with Tesla right now, Whoa. though, is in SpaceX and stuff, they're in a lot of debt. They're in a lot of financial problems. Yeah, right I heard now. that the other day, too. Yeah, and he keeps talking about doing these great, fantastic things, which I agree with, but the problem is he doesn't have any funding anymore to do it. So standard internet is nine ninety nine a month? Yeah. For the world? So that still doesn't... I mean, that's cool that he's providing access to the internet, but you still have to be able to afford it, right? So it's not free yeah. internet. Oh, okay, if cool. My, my, my question is the logistics, because you still have to have some sort of line or cable yeah, or something right. run to your A house. phone or laptop. So like unless that. he figured out Tesla's whole... Fucking, uh, what was that experiment? He was trying to give wireless power to the world with his one little obscure thing in Colorado or wherever the fuck it was. Mm, I don't know. Oh, well, I, maybe he figured something out with the internet. I don't know. But again, mm. they don't have any fucking funding right now, so I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, with crowdfunding and shit, yeah. I'm sure he could easily attain money. He already has a fucking name and a brand. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, that's pretty rad. Anyways, yep. motherfucking uh, Stephen Hawking... Dead as a motherfucker at 76. Dude, that's crazy. I mean, Jesus, he had a good run for... What was? What did he have? What was the condition that he had? Uh, nervous disorder. Uh, nervous system disorder. Yeah, what was it, though? I read about it on fucking Bloomberg last night. Has anyone seen the movie about him? I never saw it. It looks really kind of dumb. I saw some parts of it. I bet it's, it's more like be... a love story, right? I think so. It seems. Yeah. I've only seen pieces of it. Oh, I watched The Darkest Hour last night. Dark, Darkest Hour? Yeah. One of the ones that was nominated oh. with Gary Oldman. He plays. Um, uh, I'm reaching for you, Andrew. <laughs> I'm reaching for you. Why, every time you get on the show, I can't remember anything. Uh, you the worst that we, call. we need some alpha brain in this bitch. Oh, oh I got some. Yeah. I, I got a free trial for that, Andrew. Ooh. 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 Give me some. Is it anything like Viagra? That's supposed to. It'll make your mind hard. <laughs> oh, Winston Churchill. God, sorry. You couldn't remember Winston Churchill. No. So yeah, anyway, Jesus. it was good. It was it was good. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was kind of funny to like. How do we get? <clears throat> I couldn't get over him being super like in a fat suit, and so I was laughing uncontrollably hard for the first ten minutes. Uh, yeah, Stephen Hawking. So yeah, I guess he has a fucking amazing legacy. Uh, I would like to see it on paper because I don't know exactly that world at all. He basically figured out what black holes are. That's one of his big things. So he's in the black women? <laughs> yeah, is that what you're talking about? God, God you're racist, Neil. <laughs> all right. Well, this episode uh, is brought to you by Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> rest in peace, Steven. He him doggy style. You know what sucked? Rest I, I heard he got like, one of his wives. He got, he got abused by one of his wives. Because oh, <laughs> he couldn't fight back? Dude. Well, yeah, he's just fucking sitting there in the chair. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, she get annoyed with him and fucking bitch slap him. Really? So this Jesus. smart mother, this crank motherfucker couldn't fight back and get God slapped in the goddamn face. damn. I wonder how he, like, let the world, like, let someone know. Shit. He, like, a- typed it out. AOL. When she was gone. My wife is back. beating me. Well, he didn't type. <laughs> he, he, It's like a system to where his, it, it, the sure computer figured. read his eye movements. That's how he talked. Jesus. That's right. Yeah, he yeah. didn't even type. Yeah, so like his eyes would move in certain patterns, and the computer would recognize. And it was like that for a while, right? It's like most of his life, I think. Right? Motor neuron disease. Right. Jesus, bad, bad luck, man. Nineteen sixty-three, and he was born in. Did it say when he was? Nineteen forty-two. 
Yeah, he's from England. He had a he had a British accent, but you never would have known it. Yeah. Oxford. So wait, 42, 52, 62. So by the time he was 21 years old, he got that disease. That sucks, man. That's a your prime. Yeah. yeah. Prime fucking years, am I right, guys? And he son. still had children, that motherfucker. Still All right, what else you got, Drewski? Uh, fil- filter up there. That's a good one. Richard Patrick? Yeah. Look at a new Filter album. Um, yeah. This article came out in October 19th, 2017, so I don't know, don't know how current it is, but... Well, so what, so I, what I heard is that he's working with the original guy. Because Filter back in the day, like the first two records, it was basically two guys that wrote yeah. everything. And that was all the good stuff that we grew up listening to. Like Short Bus and Self-Titled. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so on this awesome. article, it's saying he's working with his brother, Robert Patrick. Oh, From whoa. Terminator 2, Judgment Day, and Scorpion. So I guess he's the actor. Oh, doing a score? Or score? You, you know actor. who that is, right? Roger. His brother? I don't. He's the the... Do you know this boy? Have you seen this boy in Terminator? Oh, he's the T one thousand. Yeah, he's T one thousand. He's the cop. No fucking way. Yeah, that's his brother. I did not know that. Yeah, he was in a ton of shit after that. That's him, Robert Patrick. Wait, what is that picture of the studio? What is that? Is that like where he's doing the thing? Oops. With the stuff and the, the and the, the musics. Bleep flaps. <laughs> I don't see an Come interface. Come on, internet. Jesus. I know it's the worst. We got a lot of people in the building today. Where the fuck is this? What are you asking? Oh, it's the Apollo. Oh. Yeah. Just, just well, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Original lineup or something. So uh, hopefully we get some more of that old school. I agree. Filter that we very excited all about that came yeah. on our face to appreciate. Came pretty hard too. Uh, what about the Trailblazers? They're kicking ass these days. You know, are they? They're, they're oh, cool. third on I, the Western Conference. No idea. I'm not paying attention at all. You're wow. Not paying attention. Yeah, they've been uh, on a streak. I I think they're on number eleven win or ten wins in a row. Really? Yeah. They wow. they, they, they always fucking they, do this they, though. They, they, they figured something out. And they're playing really good. I watched the Heat game last or two nights ago, and they were pushing the fucking tempo. They beat they were the killing Heat. Killing it. Those two tall white dudes were fucking. Nice. Have we actually like rebounds. kept the same set of players for more than a year this year? Or did we fucking trade everybody under the sun like we do every goddamn year to where we this can't dude, actually? Nurk, Nurk, Nurk's been around. He's he killed it last game. Um, there's another a new white dude who's played really good last game. I don't know any names or anything. Yeah, hardly know this shit. But I love watching Blazer games. Yeah, I like watching basketball. But yeah, me too. I just I have I, for I, some I, reason this year. You know, Crumit would know everything we need yeah, to know, know about this. Anyways, they're they're gonna secure or it's, it's looking pretty good. They're gonna. Secure Very the third spot. Cool. Wow. Awesome. We Why might actually they... make it to playoffs. They play right down the street. So shout out. Shout out. Lillard, come over. Rip City. Um, go, show that Samsung article. You'll find this interesting, Nielski. Samsung's newest 4K TVs are almost totally impossible. Oh. Invisible. Invisible. Impossible. Sound it out. <laughs> Sound it out. I do that all the time. I'll say a word when it's not the word I read. And how many thousands of dollars do they want for this TV? Almost That'll totally be obsolete invisible. in a year. Now you see it, now you don't. Isn't that cool? That is pretty, pretty cool. Is this a concept or a production? I like this shit. If you find absolutely flat screen conveying three corners, if you're like... Uh... I don't know. It's a new line of QLED TVs. But that's like right ambient out of mode. fucking sci-fi movies. That's yeah, like Blade Runner you know shit. I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's a mode. It's ambient mode. So yeah. I scroll up one sentence. I missed. Oh, never mind. Uh, just I wonder how they do that, though. 
Oh, it's, it says just snap a photo of the area behind the screen oh, before mounting. Oh, that's all it is. Yep. Oh, bullshit. It's just got a really thin border, and then you can take Fuck a picture. Fuck you, Samsung. That's not a bad concept, but yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's I mean, you could technically shit. do that now. Though, you can do man. that now, but. Yeah. Yeah. This that, is horse that's, shit. That's, that's pretty misleading. Yeah, it is. They made it seem like it was sci fi fucking minority report shit. Yeah. And they still God probably want like a million dollars. I mean, that'd be cool it. if there's like a really easy way to like, they do a real detailed job about it, like kind of like an app that does it. That'd be pretty rad, but it's yeah. not super impressive. Uh, one of the companies, Samsung, or one of these big tech companies, they're—I think I talked about this once. They—they're—they're they're releasing screens that you can roll up. Yeah. Oh yeah, like flexible. Dude, kind of we flexible, were, yeah. We were we were learning about that technology in full sail back in 2007 when I went. Wow. It was just like something that had just been introduced. The other thing that they were working on, which I haven't heard anything in the in the market yet, but it's a TV that you paint on your wall. So like you get a you get a can of specialized paint and then you paint your wall however big you want your TV to be and it hooks up wirelessly and and, and it's it's a TV. That's awesome. But I like I heard about that in college, but I've haven't heard anything since. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. You hear a lot of shit about that and then you never hear anything about or But the other thing was a flexible TV. Yeah, the other thing was a flexible TV. You know like when you do you ever collect baseball cards and stuff? Basketball yeah, cards? Fuck yeah. So you know those hard cases that you could put really expensive yeah, exactly. cards in that kind of flexed like and that. stuff? Yeah. It was like that back at the time. But now it sounds like they've developed it to where you can roll it up. Well, this up, one was but... like you can roll it up like a newspaper. And they showed nice. like people at like job sites. So like roll it up like a, like drawings and like yeah. a structural plan. And then they roll yeah, them out. It's kind of cool. Like all this technology has existed. Yeah, yeah, this has all existed. The problem is how to make it cost effective to where people can afford it, I think, is what's yeah. taking so long. What is yeah. that video? You seen this? Uh, Dana White posted. Oh, is this someone shooting at the window yeah, or something? Yeah. yeah. That's Jesus Christ. I wouldn't trust that shit, but. Ah! Yeah, like, my concern was, like, he's not shooting in the Fuck. same place, but there's the middle one. He hits, like, three times. God. So, for the listeners at home, Dana White, the president of the USC, posted a video of a car. Of a guy shooting an AK at a windshield with a guy in the car. God. And the windshield is stopping all the bullets. Yeah, this one here, he gets like three times in the middle. Yeah. That's pretty powerful shit. That's nuts, man. Yeah. Jesus. Apparently, that's a new Mercedes. Whoa. I for, want one of those for, for our, I wonder how big of a demographic Mercedes tailors to to people that mm-hmm. are like, hmm, I get shot at on a regular basis. I should invest in this. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, I want to go watch that Buried movie now. Now I'm all fucking stoked on that. Hyped. Is that what the kids say? Hyped? Stoked. Hyped. That's fire, bro. Fire, fire bro. That's lit. That's lit. lit. There you That's go. That's the one I was trying to think of. That's lit. an old one, too. That was like around when we were in high school. I know. Right? That band lit. Hey, remember the band lit? Yeah. <laughs> Fullerton, bro. What was it? Skate punk. It's not the worst music. Please tell me Beautiful. Beautiful. You're, you're, a, you're a hair flat, but it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I nailed it. Can we can we get a little more diction out of that take, please? <laughs> a little more diction. You have a little more confidence with that take. I don't believe you. I feel like. Dude, I'm the wor- I can't remember lyrics to save my life. I couldn't even remember Winston Churchill. I have bad recall. I can't, dude. 
like songs I grew up listening to. I still don't know the lyrics. It drives my wife crazy. She's like, how do you still not know the lyrics to that Nirvana song? Or like, it's not what I listen to. God, I was listening to the radio the other day, and they were playing the Offspring. And one of the lines of the lyrics was, life's like a riddle and I'm really stoned. <laughs> what? Is this old oh, Offspring? Oh, yeah, of course. It's yeah. Smash. Yeah. Smash was fun. I, I like that. I still yeah, yeah. like that album. Yeah, of course. But it's just like such like a 90s lyric. Yeah. All right. I got to get the fuck out of here. All right. Let's we're, wrap this we, up. We're done. I've got a really, really, really important masturbation appointment that I have to keep this week because <laughs> I keep pushing it back. You got to keep it. Like you jerking someone off or are you jerking yourself off? It's, it's client confidentiality. <laughs> um, thanks again to Pop I'll Sky, Punk I'll Skype you. Revolution. <laughs> Skype. <laughs> thanks again to Neil and Andrew. Skeet, skeet. Thanks again to Darkest Hour for putting Gary Oldman in a super aggressive fat suit. <laughs> wow. Thank you. That tasted like nuts. Pop punk. Gross bums for inspiring me. Rim job ideas. And pubic hair sandwiches. Thank you, pubic hair. That's the name of this podcast. It has to be. Rim jobs and pubic hair don't sandwiches. Don't name it that. I will sue if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I'm, the, I'm getting the fuck out of here. You St. Patty's Day. You know where you yeah. can find us. At Don't Mind If I Drew is Andrew. At yeah. Neilio Angle for Neil. Yeah. At James Ian Macron. At Stateside MGMT. Oh, we love you. Merry oh, Christmas. This is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. 
We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road. 